ready to jump into this? I'd mm -hmm. say so. You'll know when I peek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, glad you guys made it. I'm here at Twelfth and Farmer. I'm fucking stoked because this is a swap cast. It's not a podcast. Yeah. So I'm here joined by... <laughs> Bardangus? Yeah, that, no, that's my name. Oh, shit, I forgot. <laughs> this is Abigail Lynch. And Bart Dangus. From? Something Eric. Over the Hill. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that, the name of your podcast. That's our, our podcast. podcast. Yeah. So this, this is going to be episode number five for us. Yep. 27 for me. Hell yeah. But, <laughs> um, okay, so a swap cast is basically this, where... Normally, we record, we have our sound files on the computer, and then you put it up on your website or, you know, whoever hosts your podcast, and then it sends it to iTunes. So Swapcast will be cool because we'll both take the sound file and upload it separately to iTunes, so it'll actually be like a, like a collaboration. Dude, it's like getting two birds stoned at once. Two birds stoned at once. <laughs> I, I don't know if anyone's used that term before. I've heard uh, Stan Hope is the one I think came up with it. Because he actually yeah. says, he's like, I am coining this phrase. It's a swap cast. <laughs> so I'll give Stan Hope props. And because of that, we're drinking pop-pop uh, vodka. Well, I'm not drinking it yet. I'm I cleaning got, my wounds uh, with it. I had a sip of it. <laughs> I'm just saving that for later. So I can make cocktail. <laughs> oh, I like your cute little chaser. Well, that's, I was going to mix it. Ice. Oh, okay. I was going to make a cocktail. Oh, cute. Cute little chase in my ass. This is sparkling ice, orange, mango, zero cal. Well, that sounds pretty adorable. It is pretty adorable. Yeah. With pop-pop, it'll be all right. Something my mom would love. So let's back up to why we all met up. So, all right. So I got frustrated recently with my podcast because I did, like, I hit my year anniversary on August 18th was the first time I recorded. Shit. And oddly enough, I saw you guys that night because it was the night you DJed the Resent show at PV. Oh. They wait. played that show. Then we came back here and podcasted. You so guys did. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So I was thinking about that state. I was like, <laughs> I wasn't there. No, well, not at the podcast, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I saw you that night. Right. So anyway, so it's been a year since I've been recording, and I started off just by saying, like, fuck it, it doesn't matter, whatever happens, happens. I was trying just to get good at it, but then when I got to my year, I started to get a little frustrated, and I wasn't exactly sure why, and I think it's just because I had to admit to myself I do give a fuck about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when I kind of saw you guys putting yours out, y'all are, like, backing it and everything, where I didn't really tell people I was doing a podcast at first, so I was like, man, I need to get a little bit more positive with mine, so... uh it, it sucks self-promoting. I know. I feel like such a fucking idiot. Like, look at me over here, but... How else are you supposed to do it? Yeah, you kind of have to, you know? You have to promote yourself. I wasn't so much worried about the promotion because I was like, well, it'll be a word-of-mouth deal. If I continually have guests come in, they're going to tell people I was on a podcast. And I don't care if people hear mine now because now I've got a lot of episodes to go into that you could dig into, I guess. Um but I got frustrated with it because I think I, it was time for me to admit I do give a shit about it. So what what, huh. what that made me want to do is like – because there were little things happening. Like you don't want to pressure your friends to listen to a, to your podcast, but then – Or push like any of your art on push them. Push any <laughs> of it. But it's one thing too when – I, I want to push podcasts in general, not just mine, but to a friend that's never heard a podcast. Now I'm that guy going around like, well, who's your favorite stand-up comedian? Let's just search real quick, see if they have one or – yeah. What what subject matter do you like? Let's see if we can find a podcast you can learn about it. Or I feel like that's when you're just excited about anything. Exactly. Like even music or. But what I was getting frustrated yeah. with was that it's it's a it's like a format that a lot of people aren't familiar with. So they rule out podcasting before they really understand what it is. Dude, it's gonna it's fucking killing radio. Yeah. Well, like how many people have that app sitting in their phone and they have no idea what it is? Because I had it for the longest time too. Yeah. So my idea why I was wanting to do a video was I wanted to show people visually. 
kind of what goes into making a podcast, what it looks like when you guys actually sit there. Like, even a, a minor detail, like, <laughs> do you like hold the mics? Do you use... Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. It's interesting <laughs> to me it, how casual it is. Yeah, like, no, I've taken cool. a couple pictures of us doing our podcast and, like, literally, like, us sitting on the couch. Like, we have the little thing on the table and we're plugging it in with, like... I don't know. But <laughs> even even that visual, if I saw that picture of you guys, I would make me a little bit more likely yeah, to then true, go true. and listen to it. So my idea was like, how can I almost like sucker people into listening to my podcast? And the idea I thought was you make a video that's the before and after how you did the podcast and you would cut the video right when you start recording. So basically people are like, well, shit, what'd they talk about? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about this no, idea. Cool. No, I like that. Because I post – because if you watch this little five-minute video on, on Facebook, you're like, oh, shit, there's Brett, Abigail, and Jesse. What are they doing? And then we showed you as the video that concludes after you know the con- – we show you how you can put, look it up on your phone. Because yeah. even Ryan Lay on y'all's podcast, he's like, so I can, I can get it here on my yeah. phone? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. doing that to my friends, too, where I'm like, yeah, literally, when I'm saying it's on iTunes, it's on iTunes. Yeah, because yeah. it seems, like, so much more official to people. Like, I feel yes, like totally. people were more excited once they saw it on iTunes. It's easy. Like, oh, shit. I feel like we got way more plays after that, too. Yeah, on we, got a, we got a decent amount even before it was on iTunes. Yeah. Like, I was pumped. It felt really like people were being supportive. Do y'all, nice. Now, do you track your plays on iTunes? Through. SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. Okay. So, like, we, we got the SoundCloud Pro app, and basically that creates an RSS feed. And, yeah, we I, I'm pretty sure it updates the SoundCloud. Because thing. I heard you say, you were like, I don't know how the play counts work, and I don't either. Like, if somebody like starts it. Like, if it double it, counts or. Double count, or you start it and listen to five minutes of it, yeah. does it mean a complete listen? Um, I mean, even if, like, 10% of the people actually listen to the whole thing yeah i'd be pumped our numbers especially because like, like the one with alex got has the almost the most plays yeah and it's and an it was, hour and a half it was an hour and a half yeah, yeah. yeah. dude he was so cool like, just, that was oh. really yeah. oh man like, i was so we're, pumped we're gonna about do another one. one with him in december when we come back for christmas yeah but. well that was y'all's what third episode second second, second episode second. And we, we, the we first one that sounded good yeah we recorded one with two comedians and it we scrapped it because well, i it, listened to the one you did instead which was basically like 11 minutes and yeah. it had your stand-up co- comedy set from yeah Kathleen. i was glad that that was on there though no i thought yeah. that was a good little short oh one. yeah you were there yeah, you were there for that so one let's, so to go back even a step further so i post online i'm looking to do this video and uh i'm gonna keep calling you brett it, it, that's dude, fine it, it, Bar- brett like <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter you're the first person to hit me up and saying like hey i've got video equipment so i'm like shit that'd be cool and then I go to Instagram right after that, and you posted a picture like I'm doing Catalina's stand-up comedy. Yeah. So I was like, well, shit, if he's going to help me with the video, I'll go check out the comedy. And then right after that, it posted something about you had a pod- podcast. So then that's where the idea just took off. I'm like, well, shit, if we were coming over to do the video, and then we should do a swap cast. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think people, too, have really responded being interested in what goes into making a podcast. Yes. Because, like... I talked to my friend Greg today. He was saying how, like, I'm really – I, I want to do that. Like, he's really interested in tech stuff, so he yeah. wants to talk about that. And I was like, See, yeah, I like uh, all the – He has to get in every episode, man. You got to. You might, back you might have to pick him up. Come here. I'll pick you up. Detention. <laughs> well, yeah, like, even, even when we talked to Ryan Lay, like, he was talking, like – do a skateboarding podcast? Yeah, dude. And I would fucking listen that to that. That would be so good. And he's interested in, like, the, the gear and stuff, which I love that shit. It's, I mean, it, it's the way of the future, and, like, it's not only, I remember when Stan Hope did his 30 Days in the Hole, where he did a different yeah, podcast dude. every day. One of my favorite streaks of podcasting yeah. ever. Being able to hear somebody do it daily, 
and then interact with the crowd in like a 24 hour uh, turnaround. Yeah. But like I talked to Nate from Toad about this, and he sent me a link where it's like the article was a uh, Kin Mode, that metal band, is starting the tour podcast. Bands are just going to start Dude, doing a podcast every day a of the fucking idea. tour. Yeah, it's the is. ultimate promotion idea. It's the ultimate way for people to get to know who you are. Holy and shit! Know exactly I didn't where even you are. Think of that. Dude. Yes, you did because that's exactly that's what, what you were doing. doing. Oh, yeah. oh, well, yeah. But not the little <laughs> idea. But that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, well, yeah. But I, I didn't think about doing that with a band. Right, like, I wish right. I would have fucking knew that one. Yeah. Lady I mean, boy. one band's going to do it, and then it's just going to be the normal <laughs> thing. Everybody, totally. like, yeah. It's going to get really saturated, unfortunately, but. Not, I think I good ones will always stand yeah. out. Oh my god, dude! I would listen to one of the like, yeah, fuck. especially of your favorite band. Yeah, god damn. So like, if if Graves at Sea did did one, holy yeah. shit! Because <laughs> I went to Texas and I had a task cam, and that was one of the funner ones I did. Is I just podcasted in the car, just talking about the trip, and yeah. just doing it at different. Isn't that what we different do times? Yeah, we like Same our thing. our portable task cam recorder. We record into a mixer into that, and that's it. Hmm. But you have a mixer on it. Yeah. See, I, I don't know what David Drew does. I gave him even the ones from the task cam, and he he makes it sound optimal, I guess. Yeah, we haven't done shit. No? Like, that first one sucked because it was really quiet. Yeah, the quality was, like, set to low on it. Yeah. Uh, but the new ones, like, I'm yeah, happy they sound, with them. You know, I, they, they I thought totally they sounded fine. just fine. I thought they just, well, that was another thing, too. Like, uh, when we're talking about um, kind of podcasting and wanting people to listen to it but not wanting to shamelessly shamelessly promote it. Is you guys, I think, were the first time I had friends that said they were doing a podcast. And I cool. had a weird feeling. Like, it's hard enough to want to listen to, like, someone's podcast, even if they're a celebrity or whatever. So then I realized, I realized why it's tough to listen to your friend's podcast. Because you're like, am I going to hear them make an ass of themselves? Well, it's like seeing your friend's band. I know. <laughs> like, but, I know, I've fucking but, blown it. Like, eh. But... I, so the second I started listening to y'all, I was like, okay, they know what they're doing. This sounds good. Quality's good. But that's what I realized. I was like, I wonder if whenever I tell people that, like, I go to podcasts, I wonder if it goes to their mind. Like, I wonder if it sucks. Yeah. And they almost don't want to check it out. Like, I f- I'm sure party people, embarrassment. Yeah, I'm sure we have friends who haven't checked it out because of that. I'm or, like, that's fine. Or they're just not into it. I don't know. Or that. Yeah, totally. Whatever. I like that short one, though. I mean, that's the one I started with, and I just was like, well, fuck it. Cool. Keep going. I went into the one with uh, I do like space. having varying um, yeah, lengths. We, yeah, we should. So that way people can kind of just pick through how much time you have. Because I totally judge <clears throat> if I'm going to listen to something based off, like, okay, I have a half an hour right now. Right. I have an hour. I have two hours. Yeah. I, sometimes it can be too short, because if I'm, like, cleaning, I look for an hour. So oh, I want to yeah, take up time. Sure, we talked about that with Ryan Way. But, cleaning and listening to podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. But... Uh, the The length of them the short ones but if something's like the Doug Stanhope one where we did it every day then I was like I didn't care if it was 20 minutes as long as you're giving me something daily I I like that short one too because you guys just sort of checked in and then the fact you had that stand up set but uh well yeah and it's weird because it's like we're doing the podcast and the whole kind of point of the trip is to for me to do uh does that look good? yeah it looks good it like for for me to do stand up and for her to take photos and just like talk to a bunch of people and it's like... We'll probably post more of the recordings from the road. Yeah, well, I mean, my my thing is, like, if I can go on the road and do all these shitty open mics, either maybe I have, like, a half hour of something that I could patch together and, re- like, release yeah, it. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. But, but I think, I, like, I needed to release, like, a set that I felt good about. Oh, because it, like, make it public? Well, You've yeah. a lot of people ask about it, it. Yeah, but it's weird because, like, with comedians, it seems like... 
like, like, oh yeah, I'm a comedian. Like, well, can I hear anything? And it's like, well, uh, no, unless I have a half hour special on Comedy Central or something like that. But I don't know, and, well, was, and everyone's we, really protective about their. Yeah, shit. it was weird the way you did it because I was like, he's letting you in on the process, but what happens if then you leapfrog over these comics who are like, well, I don't put anything out. Like, well, that's why I don't know who the fuck you are. This guy actually put something out. Yeah, you know I, what mean, I mean, I, I'm hoping that like. If you that start works. burning your material, that could be one thing. But at this point, you're probably coming up with stuff pretty fast because you're just starting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, also, that recording in specific, I like hearing the place. Yeah, no, like, the crowd's fun. Like, it's a super small place. Super and interactive. Like, yeah. And that was, like, the set that I felt the best about that I've done so far. I didn't realize it was eight minutes either. Because when I was sitting there watching, I was thinking in my head three to five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It, you it, don't it, it goes by. It. Yeah. It was solid, though. It was a solid set. Um, Thank you. I was so happy you, about it. Where are we going with this? I wanted to note the train. I know. I was going to say I so miss it. That, what, dude, I like... I loved... I lived... happened, and I was like... I literally uh, lived, like, two houses down that way. A like, farmer? Yeah, like, the house <clears throat> that has the big porch, and it's got green paint. Oh, yeah, dude. Um, did you live there with uh, Kessler? No. Olivia? Yeah. No, Emily. Emily. You might be mixing them up, though. I don't think Olivia <laughs> ever did. lived there. I remember um, when, when uh, yeah, some people I knew. How long ago? Like a year or two? Three. Two, I think I may have three. gone over there. Probably. We had parties. Uh, we had Olivia's going away party there. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. I think yeah. my friend Odette. No, her name's not Odette. What is it? Tawny. Tawny was there. I used to work with her at Buffalo Exchange. Oh, shit. Yeah, Wait, I just. Tanya? Tawny. Oh. I loved living by that train, though. Like, it would ramble your house. Yeah, dude. That house was sick. I loved it. Beautiful. Small towns in a small city, so I, I just honestly like things that make me feel like I'm in a big city or like connected to other people constantly. So, podcast. Uh, yeah. All right. So, I mean, why did you decide to start stand up comedy and huh. when did like Ladybird <laughs> sort of come to an end? And when I say decide to start stand up comedy, the one thing that kicked you in the ass to say, I'm going to do an open mic. <clears throat> um, also, you should preface about Ladybird because I don't think we've ever talked about Ladybird. Yeah. I noticed on one you said you called it, you said your band. Did I say it? You said I was in uh, a band. Yeah, yeah but you, know, you never extrapolate. Like I don't want to. Like I'm totally down to extrapolate, but if nobody gives a shit, what you know? Well, I think people do. Give yeah, a shit. but uh, so it's not like done. But okay, so I played in this doom metal band for since like 2011, which is nuts. Yeah, that is nuts. Um. So much fun, but uh, and you play bass and sing, yeah, okay. And then, so I don't know, the last show we played was like a few months ago, but they like did it big, they went on a full US tour, yeah, with this band, yeah, from Denmark, from Denmark Bottom Feeder, yeah. fucking amazing, amazing dudes, amazing time. Didn't That's, make it any seemed money, like an amazing tour, but we made it home. Fucking when was that? That was 2013, yeah, okay, 23 the summer of 2013. So go go. Um, so we did that, and then our guitarist ended up moving to LA because okay. he was dating a girl out there who lived here, and then in Arizona, and then moved out there. He went out there, played a few shows. I continued to write some shit, and we'd practice every now and then, and and uh, do shows every now and then. And then it just got to a point where the last show that we played was like sloppy, and we were kind of bummed on what it. What was the last show? Uh, it was at the Rogue. Okay, I saw you guys at PV. Yeah, that was probably bad, too. 
I, I hadn't seen y'all that many times. So uh, either was, way, this, what was that like last January? It was with Johnny. Yeah, was that was probably oh, like the shit. first show he played yeah. with us. Um, I didn't really know your material or anything to like compare it to. I just went because I, I hadn't seen you guys, and I was like, oh, Johnny's playing, so I'll go check it out. At that time, though, that was your main focus as far as creative yeah. endeavor, main like driving force. Yeah, yeah, and then. So we didn't have a practice space. We weren't practicing or anything. And Josh lived in L.A. And I was like, well, I'm fucking bored. Like, like I don't want to start another band just because I, I love that band. And I, I don't want to start over. Right. And I love, like, everything that everybody contributes to it. So, and I, I, like, I liked stand-up for a long time, even, you know, before the band. And then I was just like, well, you know, I guess I'm going to check out some open mics, see, like, what it's like. And I started going, like, a year and a half ago. Um, Maybe a little bit more close. Less than a year. No. Because Mitch Hedberg on Halloween. But I've been doing it for seven months, right? Mitch Hedberg on Halloween is why we started going to open mics. Oh, you're right. We saw this guy dressed up as Mitch Hedberg yeah, at the nobody compound. Nobody got his. Oh. Nobody like understood. It and was like, oh my on God. fucking point. He was so Holy good. Shit. Dude, but he, that, we were we were talking to him about his costume, and he was like, "Well, go to this open mic on Boulders on Broadway." Yeah, and the funniest thing to me is like, uh, when we were talking to him, and like he was like, "You want to hear any jokes or whatever?" Oh yeah. And, oh, yeah. and I go, "Tell the T skis joke," and he goes, "I don't know the T skis." And it's funny because, like, in one of his stand-ups, he's like, he's like, I wrote down T-skis. Like, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> and, and then, he's all, and then he, he tells a joke, you know? So you got, like, the inside reference. Yeah, but I think he, he actually didn't know it. Uh, yeah, but, he seemed appropriately drunk. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, so we went to that, and then I was like, maybe I'll try this. So I just hung around for a while, and then... It I, took a second to get up. Yeah. Like, well, I thought you could just go and be like, hey, can I have some time tonight? And they're like, and that's, no. It's, it's like a club. Like, uh, you got to get in. Well, yeah. You got to fight for your time, which is the same for a band. Yeah, totally. Like, so, I, don't, I don't blame them. So, stand-up's one of those things that everybody's into, you know. And you're about the same age as me. What are you, 28, 29? I'm turning 28. All right, I'm week. 30. So, um, <clears throat> God, you do not look 30. That's crazy. Thanks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what I was kind of getting at, too, was... I felt myself sort of start to change, you know, where I was in my young 20s, I really related to metal and hardcore because I was a really angry person on the inside. And then you start to want to <laughs> express that differently. And that's where I feel like comedy then starts yeah. to come out where you're like, you know what? And you kind of get tired of having to rely on other people. You want something that's yours, that your own thoughts can turn into uh-huh. something tangible, something you're constantly thinking about all the time. So. I was more looking for that switch when it hit, like, maybe I can express the same feelings through it's, a completely different For meaning. me, though, it's so different. Like, even though, like, I'm playing doom metal, like, it's slow fucking bluesy riffs, kind of. Yeah. talked about it more like therapeutic. Exactly. It's fucking therapeutic. Like, just that wave of sound that's so loud. It's like, like, I, I get done and I feel, like, good. Like, sometimes when he's playing, he looks like he's tripping. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but stand-up's so different because it's, like... It's not relaxing. Well, it's so scary. And then when you get up there and you do good, you get off and you're like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, oh, my God, I'm so fucking pumped. Like, (laughs) it's so much different. It's weird. But, like. You get an adrenaline from it that you don't from playing music. Yeah. For me, I can relate to that because 
I still want to do an open mic, but I kind of want to do it. Dude, just fucking do you it. You want to run one or go up? Uh, I would like to do it, but because, you know, I've played a couple shows on acoustic guitar, which were really not that good. I learned something. Dude, I've do. done it too, man. I played a couple shows on drums just to try it. So there is a certain point I want to do it just like, tried that, tried that. Like, yeah. But you got to try it like a little bit, like for a few times. So then you, like if you get one that you feel kind of good about, it's like, oh. Well, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know if I could take it seriously just because I'm in a band now that's sort of running getting picking up speed i've got this which is keeping me busy and then i have a couple other little things like art projects i helped friends with or other little things i'm trying to stay busy just do weird shit um no it's fucking good to stay busy and i feel like i have so many different interests it's hard to pick like i guess for me when i started having that that urge to want to um engage with people because when i was in like a heavy band I was moving around so fast and thrashing around, and, like, I never actually saw people. You know, and when I would talk to the crowd, it was head down, pace back and forth, so it spoiled. It's a little bit more like rock and roll. It's still aggressive, but... And, and there's not a lot of talking between songs or anything like that, but yeah, I just really I wanted to shit. challenge myself. Like, if we do break a string, be able to then engage with the crowd and sort of own it as opposed to having that wall up. So that I started yeah. to try to blend the two, be able to be energetic, but then also be able to be likable and to make eye contact with people and engage when it's needed and if it's necessary. But it's like, I don't like it when, when bands talk a lot. Like, do, do you know who the Locusts are? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Like, they're fucking amazing, amazing musicians, but seeing them live, they don't say anything. And it's dead quiet, and they have their fucking masks and yeah. gear on, and you, you can't, like, get a read on it. And then one drumstick hit and they fucking go in this gnarly thing and they stop tune everyone's ready and it's like that's fucking awesome that's cool but i, I feel like that. it's different for every band yeah yeah totally well, like a acoustic thing yeah that would like, be weird yeah <laughs> and that's the thing i noticed when i had the acoustic guitar and i was standing up there without a band is how delicate it all was mm-hmm. i what i'm saying is i completely agree with you and that's why i like the locust because they know what they're trying to do on stage yeah. yeah in my own mind i know how i want to be on stage now i don't want that to conflict with the band if they'd rather me not talk that's cool but i also need to tell them if a string breaks and the crowd's starting to mill around i'm the one with the microphone i'm the one that does this yeah. why would i then cheat myself out of getting the crowd to engage with me and then also i can get them to like me more yeah. if i can show them i'm soft <laughs> i'm your friend then i can go crazy right in front of their face and instead of wanting to pull back they'll want to grab me yeah yeah no now, i i do agree complete with what you're saying it depends on the band i always liked every time i die and a bunch of people do and don't <laughs> but i will always love every time i die because they understood we have personalities that are likable so they put out dvds which was them letting you in letting the audience in on their inside jokes and like that's why i feel like they've been relevant for so long is because they let people befriend them well, it's all about making the connection. In the you know, same way, dude? in the same way, we were talking about bands doing a podcast to connect yeah. their crowd. That's what Every Time I Die was doing before podcasts. And that's what I like about podcasts in general. Yes. Like, is just being. Like, I mean, Radiolab ones like that is a little different, but like all the comedy ones, I know them. Like, yes. they like right. they feel like I would feel so weird meeting them because I'd be like. You don't know me, but yeah, I fucking I know, know you. you. <laughs> and, that's just, and then it's like, no, I actually do know you, man. Yeah. It, you have been talking about your inner like personal thoughts and shit. I know how your house has been repaired. I know what games you've I know recently. the dynamic you and your wife have yes. and like the yeah. shit that you talk about. And on one hand it's creepy, but on the other hand it's not because it's not like you're being voyeuristic. They're putting it out there to be no, heard. Oh yeah, totally. So Well but also like like I, I feel like being on stage like as a comedian, like 
you can have fucking funny jokes, but if you can't connect with the crowd, yeah, it's not like, going it, to work. It, it doesn't it's work. It's so much about your stage presence. It, it's hard to watch someone have like a panic attack right, on stage. Right. Yeah. Right. But if you can trick them, yeah, you know, to be like, oh. You like, tr- I, I fucking belong up here. Dude, Brett's really good at tricking people. Dude, oh, I don't know about no, that. No, you are. Like, you do a good job. Well, it's the same, too. I've heard, like, if you're a stand-up <laughs> comic and something happens in the room and you don't address what happens in the room, you're going to kind of lose the crowd. You have to be confident enough to bounce around and yeah. and, and own it. Like, you may w- want to have, like, I've got a set of jokes I'm going to tell, and then something weird happens in the club. You're like, I'll just glaze. I've got these jokes. Yeah, it's dude, not going to work, I, I did that at the very beginning, like – Ignored the crowd. Oh my! Well, I I, I had like a, yeah. a set script and I said it. Yeah. And it was. Ugh. Do you ever listen uh, to Death Squad? Yes. So we saw Brian Redband and Tony Hinchcliffe last night. Yeah. And I was like, Good. like I know we talked about how Tony Hinchcliffe had like this unpleasant cockiness, but I will say he was so good at just riffing. Yeah. He like was, yeah. Like most of his set was just feeding off of us. I was like, holy shit! Yeah, like it was that. Killer. That's amazing. That's just like really crowd work. Yeah. Yeah. There's a uh, special on Netflix right now, Todd Berry crowd work, and the whole thing yeah. is him just going around. I saw God. that. It's funny. I, you know, so with Death Squad, I actually pulled away from them a little bit. I got way into Kill Tony. Yeah. And there was a couple episodes recently where they went, I like comedy. I do. But if, be funny. Don't just try to be mean and don't just try yeah. to, like, bully on people, I think. Um, well, I, I love Rose. But at the same time, it's like those are written jokes, though. Yeah, but but you're you're up there to be funny, and I think that's what fucked me up in the beginning a little bit. Like, like I have a huge beef with fucking religion, and I just talked about that to too much. Like, wasn't funny. And it, it was, was like, funny. Oh. It was just concentrated. It, I don't know. <laughs> Most of the jokes I come up with are very religious based because since I grew up in a at homeschooled in a religious oh, household, shit. damn homeschooled. Yeah. And I'm over-analytical. So to me, what's funny is taking a base, like a Bible story, and then just like questioning it in like these really sarcastic ways. It makes yeah. me laugh, but it, it hits so close to where I, I get so close where I can almost just start screaming at a wall and it's no longer funny anymore. Yeah, totally. It's like this repressed kid just, yeah. That's something I, was, I do the same thing. Like, and, and you can make it funny, but uh, at this point too, like you have an interesting feel the way you do comedy, but it's like. Thank you. It's like if you if you're really gonna think up something that's like not been done before, theoretically, yes, you are. But uh, I feel like that. I, I feel like if I was to really start trying to do comedy, I shouldn't say I can't do Christianity or homeschool. That's actually where I should start Dude. because I, that's the place where I've got the most. It has Wherever to be, it, like, has to be genuine. Yes. Yeah. It has to be genuine. Yes. yes. Yeah, and like people, like it's super popular. You say like you know, do you? Like, yes. I am such – I'm so into that. Whenever people do them to, like, the 100%, you mm-hmm. can fucking tell, and they do the coolest shit. Yes. Yeah. But it takes a while, too, to get to know who you are, Totally, like. totally. Yeah. Or yeah. to have the balls to show it, you know? Yeah, no, I've yeah, been – we talk about that all the time. Like, I didn't <laughs> I didn't feel like I really started to get to know myself to like, maybe my senior year of college. How old maybe are you? Maybe then. I'm 24. Okay. Um, So that was, like, last year. Like, I feel like the past year for me has been, like – super changing can i drink this i don't know is there more yeah okay cool how many more (laughs) 16 (laughs) um yeah i moved out to arizona when i was 24 from texas and i've been out here six years just because uh because i lived in the band i was in that i was talking about earlier broke up what band was it royals it's called royals it was more i like that name 
It's more like a Converge style fast okay. stuff. Cool. cool. I like Converge. But I was living in a, a city called Lubbock, uh, which is, you know, the Bible Belt. Yeah. So I, when I w- lived in high school, I was homeschooled, and there's a town of 9,000 people. And t- to give you an example of the culture, it was a dry county, so you couldn't even buy alcohol Dude. in the county. Whoa. Then I moved to Lubbock, which was a dry city, so you couldn't buy alcohol in the city. So when I talked to a lot of kids, from, and that's just a small example but when I come here and kids are talking about listening to Converge when they're like 16 or like we were drinking when we were in high school, I'm like, I never saw alcohol in high school. Do like, people like smoke cigarettes there? Um, I, I was in a band with a kid who smoked Marlboro Lights. And when he was 17, I'd buy him cigarettes. So, yeah, I remember the one kid that smoked. Yeah. Dude, I didn't get it. Like, I grew up in Arizona, but since I grew up religious, dude, like I didn't do it. I was like a good yeah. religious boy. Yeah. <laughs> boy. 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 <laughs> but... Yeah, and then I fucking lost it, and now I'm here. Well, you didn't don't, didn't you say that you like went hard too? I went to church and shit. I no, worked I mean the, like oh. once you were like out of the house. Not really. Like um, I I I didn't drink really until I was over 21. Yeah. And or smoke pot or kill hookers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I started smoking weed when I was like 23. I didn't really drink when I moved to Arizona, and now. I've drank every day for like the last two years. Yeah. But so, so, so <laughs> Lubbock, I, my life just kind of went to shit and I was working at a Zoomies. I, I'd been mm. a manager there oh for three God. years, but it was cool because it was the only like skate shop in the, in the town. So even though it said Zoomies on the door, <clears throat> it was all the homies that would come through and shop there. So it actually felt yeah. like a local shop. So yeah, I, I was engaged Did to you this- skate. No, I rode BMX. Oh, okay. I went to college, though. The reason I moved to Lubbock, so I went to college for two years because I wanted to open a BMX shop. I had no idea what to do with myself. I was like a homeschool kid. I had no Dude, peers. nobody had, like, who knows what they fucking want to do at 22? I like, I don't even know what I want to do now. I want to do this trip and then. Most people And don't. then what? I feel like everyone who does ends up being like, oh, why am I doing this? Well, I, you know, that, I, that was just the first thing. I knew I wanted to run something or be involved in organizing something. So I was yeah. like, I'll own, I knew I couldn't be a sponsored rider. So I was like, I'll own a BMX shop. Um, so after I graduated, that led me into getting a job at the skate shop. So after that came, t- or my band in Lubbock came to an end. My girlfriend came to an end. So like she, you killed her? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so then I, the Zoomies offered me a transfer to Houston. So I took it. I lived in Houston for nine months and I hated it, man. I, I didn't realize that. You can't just move to a big city and you live in the city. You have to know where you're living. Like if somebody's like, I'm moving to Phoenix, like where at? Like South Gilbert. I'm like, Yeah, that's not Phoenix. You know, you want to come to Tempe. So I moved to like a ritzy high school age part of the town. I just hated it. So after nine months, I quit and I was trying to decide where to move and I didn't want to go backwards. I didn't want to go back to a city I already lived in. So my brother had moved out here because at 22, he knew what he wanted to do. He wanted to build guitars. So he paid for the Roberto Vin School cash. Whoa. Damn. So he's, like, he's like, come out here because he was a sock, a bean cutter at the stadium factory in Graham. So he what? worked his ass off making oh grown ass man money, bought a car, paid for his school, came out here. Fuck yeah. So man. I moved out here to live with him, got a job at Buffalo Exchange, and uh, and then he graduated the class. They offered him a teaching job, and it's been six years now that he's just been teaching at the school, just building guitars, Damn. amps, awesome. and pedals. Yeah, so, I, have a, I have a couple of friends who've gone there. Really? Yeah. I mean, it's a badass school, you know, but. That's why I came out here was because I, I didn't have anything else in Texas. and uh, Hell yeah. I thought I'd be able to come out here and just get involved like I was in Lubbock, like creative shit. Mm-hmm. But it really didn't happen. I got, I got swallowed up by the city. I got, 
I got offered <laughs> a management job at Buffalo, and I went right back to the same mindset I tried to leave, which was Damn. working first and foremost, and no, then trying to do something fuck, outside. The Dude, Especially like the hours that you put in doing management. I no fucking that. way. And I bite off a lot. Like I like being able to sort of be in charge or be in control. So yeah, no. After a while at Buffalo, when I just at, at twenty eight, twenty nine, I was like miserable. So I, I quit the job, and then that's where. Spent a few months just like depressed, and that's why I was saying I started playing the shows on guitar. Because I was like, yeah. I have to do something. And somebody offered me an acoustic show, so I was like, I'll take it. Dude, I fucking did that too. Like, like uh, I lived in Tempe when I first started going to college. Lived in Tempe for a long time. Moved to Phoenix for a year. Didn't fucking hang out with anybody for some reason. Mm. And fucking played stupid, sad it's not lame oh yeah i mean it was fun I like, no it wasn't fun i was dude i like i'm sure it was i fun. played guitar alone for a long time and i would go skateboard alone like just at the park and his cat died that year yeah Ugh. dude i buried my yeah like a cat that i had since i was a fucking baby yeah like and then yeah every time you talk about that time in your life i, I like get a little <laughs> sad because it well i saw you I guess I saw you perform after that year, but it was yeah. the stuff that you had written mm-hmm. when you were doing that, and it it was really oh, this, sad. This but, girl you know, fucked with me too. Like, oh yeah, that was yeah, fucking yeah. horrible. Yeah, but, but, yeah, whatever. I, I like listen. I like being uh, just dude. Sad, sad music is the only music. It's so cathartic. You know? <sighs> it's so good. I like it. I don't necessarily love it in a live setting, um, but well, I do listen to a lot of m- melancholy music. Yeah, but I mean, not like like I feel like like metal fits in with this it's not sad but it's it's not like angsty. it's, it's, it's yeah, not like angsty. a high energy yeah. show yeah. where you're like in yeah. the crowd jumping around you're kind of just like feeling it nodding yeah. Dude, along that, that's the best like yeah like going to a metal show especially a doom metal well and especially it's slow, when it's, you feel you, it you feel it yeah, and then like, like you look out and everyone's just vibrating yeah just everyone's not in their head dude everyone it's like this hip, hypnotic like 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 if you had no clue about like no context for, yeah if you, or you, alien, you would know what you, to do like people show up and these, these loud things and then everyone's just like <laughs> not like a ritual. yeah kind of uh, i see i have a hard time letting this, that take me over because i have add mm-hmm. especially at shows so to me yeah i've always been into the the shows that are just really like they grab your attention so no long shows suck you. like like especially smaller bands Anybody that's not fucking headlining, dude, mm. like if you're giving 20 minutes, do yes. like 18. Yes. Do 15. Yes. Don't go over it. Do shorter. I, I completely keep people's agree. interests more. Or, or whenever a band is yeah. like, one more, two more. Well, if you have to ask, yeah. it's one Fuck more. You. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you stop now. <laughs> yeah. You don't even get one more. <laughs> All right, we're at half an hour. Let's take a break. All okay. right. I need another beer anyway. <laughs> you should get in touch with that dude and talk to him. Talk to him here. If you want. Oh. Get your shiznat. Sorry. No, we're back now. Um, So we were talking about, uh, well, what we were kind of starting to talk about was going back to earlier when we started this, the technicalities of putting out a podcast and trying to get people to see, you know, the actual process. That's something that's really hit me over the last year is um, at first I was just looking for interesting people, someone that I knew I could like engage with. I already had the questions I wanted to ask them. Mm-hmm. But I was just saying, I've had a couple people ask me not to post episodes, which I completely respect. 
but then you have to just sort of think like, how do I get different results next time? So a big thing with me now is like, I'm asking people, do you listen to podcasts? Do you understand that the best podcast is one where you just reveal yourself? Yeah. Because that's what people want. That's what people want. That's why we're listening. But when you listen to podcasts, you get what you want as the listener. Mm -hmm. So you're able to give it to them as the host or whatever. So now it's just getting more important. Or like, do you listen to podcasts? Which ones? Like, or I've had a lot better luck, honestly, with the people closer to my age or older. You know, the younger 20s people were great (laughs) interviews, but I feel like they're a little bit more self-conscious about whether it be their image. Yeah, I can see that. that. That's the thing. I think image is so silly. Well, and it's you want it, you have to grow needed. out of it. You have well, to grow out of it, though. But if you're doing something like, I just serious, mean, I, I just guess? mean no. What I mean about image is like caring oh. about exactly like what yeah. you're saying to conform to this idea that you think that is you and be. if you fall outside of it then you're embarrassed you're either trying to present yourself in a certain way yeah and that's where i feel like not trying to toot my own horn but there's been a lot of times where i can sort of <laughs> toot, get into toot. a conversation i feel like i can get them to forget to what they want to project like they a just, couple times dude. and that's and that's like oh shit we just had a real conversation maybe yeah no it's stupid like it's like you could just be a person instead of like being like oh like I'm this. I'm serious. Like, I'm a cool guy. That's, I'm joke guy. That's also where like whenever we're done, I'm the listener and the host, same as you guys. So like when we're done, I'm like, I like you more. So if I like you more, then yeah. anyone listening to that podcast is gonna like you more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially because the way that we meet people most often, you're not getting this deep with them. Mm-hmm. And so, it's hard to get to that level with and people. And so this is why Whenever, because uh, you're exactly right. And so this is why when I said I got swallowed up by the city, and I was at a point where I was like, I realized I'd lived here long enough to where I, I felt self-conscious and weird. I was like, I'm just that weird guy. I have nothing to talk to people about. I have nothing I'm proud of that I'm doing. Now I'm trying to get people to like me, which is the worst place to be. Sounds like you're anxious. <laughs> so I I think that's like, I don't know. I feel like I've been on the outside a lot just because like i don't like i'm not a skater and i'm not like a super musician right dude but you, i do you're both just, you're like everything. i like to do those things you like art you like and paint you like I don't, maybe kitty. that's just like m- my projection of myself or something but well no i know what you mean like even like starting to go to stand-up shows right like there's a click dude and like i don't like i talk to a few people and i feel like a fucking idiot because what do i like Hey, what's up? Like, exactly. I'll, I'll go sit down with them and not say anything like a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Exactly. And it sucks. So, so we got <laughs> to this point for me where I started cleaning houses at the beginning of last year. It was like March, April of last year. I started cleaning houses. And I was watching a bunch of Netflix. I watched Marin's show, and I watched one episode. And his show, you know, it shows the clips of him actually doing the monologues in the garage. Yeah. I was like... That's what a fucking podcast is. And mm-hmm. I related so much of him because he's anxious, because he talks about this deep thing. And I'm like, holy shit, I relate to that. Yeah. Right. Boom. That changed my fucking Dude, life. Dude, isn't it so yeah. nice realizing other people, like famous people, yes. have problems like your own? Yes. So once <laughs> I heard... Everyone's just a people. We all are people. Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> that was good. Ryan said I don't that know. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, but... But it goes back to what you were saying. Or you were saying. So then once I found out, like, dude, I want to do a podcast. I did a couple solo ones just uh-huh. to practice. And then I was like, now I can use this to have the conversations I want to have with these people. 
but you can't just do, you know, at a show after a band set, like, hey, can I ask you where you're from? Yeah. Seriously, you seriously. <laughs> but if you can kind of give them a reason to hey, come have that up? conversation, like, I have a podcast. Yeah. It gave me a reason to sort of, and now after like 26 episodes, 13 bands, some skateboarders, Anwar Newton. Yeah. Now, yeah, I started to listen to that one. Yeah, so now my fucking friend circle is actually growing because of the podcast. Yeah. So it's exactly like you're saying. Uh, well, that that's like a huge thing on our trip is like we want a podcast with all these people that we admire so we can meet them and be right. like, dude, like we dig your shit. And like we're going to be sitting across the table and yeah. then realizing there are people. Yes. Yeah, totally. But they do shit that we really respect and we appreciate. And it's like, like we're trying to do something cool enough where they want to talk like, to oh, us. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's talk to these fucking weirdos that are living out a trailer on, yeah. the, on the road. Well, how often are you all going to do a podcast in general? At least once a week. Yeah, I was going to say. At least. Yeah, but are y'all going to do just solo ones, just y'all? No. We, so, well, I'm thinking... I think y'all should. Well, we, the, the, we'll do some. It'll be both. Yeah. Like, because I want to... I think it'll mostly be interviews. Yeah. And eh? yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But I think, like... Because <laughs> like, I want to talk about, like, the open mics that I'm going to. Oh, yeah. The I'm experiences, sure that's be too. a trip. Which I'm so excited for. Set up like the actual location, where it yeah. was at, who all was there, yeah. and then play the set. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's why I made that Instagram for it too, just because it'll be cool to like take all the pictures yes. along the yeah. way and like be like, oh, episode whatever. This is this crazy weird yeah. bar we were at. Soth we podcast. Oh, yeah. On Instagram. At Soth podcast. Yeah. S O T H. But um, that and like I want to do one when we when we drive away from Arizona. Oh, yeah. Like that's. Yeah. Like, literally, like, we're yeah. pulling out of the driveway. Yeah. We want to do a podcast yes. then. Exactly. That's it's going to be so scary. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's weird. We're getting close. <laughs> no, I mean, that's... that's, And that's what I'm saying. Like, I like the interviews. I want to hear it. But at the same time... Uh, and that's why I feel like Stanhope has almost reached this point of, like, p- perfection. Because Marin, I don't listen to so much anymore. Because my favorite part... I've heard it said, like, people joke about, like, oh, your intros. That's the part everybody skips over. I'm the opposite. Now I'd rather hear Marin's intro. And Bill Burr... Huh. I like his because he doesn't interview people. And Dude. then when he does, like that interview, the sound quality wasn't great on the Brian Regan one. But, but was, as far as an interview... It was a really good one. Because he's not an interviewer. He's just a dude that's genuinely interested. No, yeah, he's talking to him like, thinking, like you're the Fan shit, boy. man. Yeah. You're the shit. And he's like... Wait, Regan is talking to No, Bill, Bill Burr is Dude. telling him he's yeah. the I, shit. Brian Regan's fucking hilarious, Yeah, too. I've never listened to oh him, but... No, you you'd recognize. Someone. Oh, would I? Yeah, I just would. from like yeah. But that was a great interview. Right. I agree. Like so casual. Boxing. B. O. Oh, X, I do remember that. Boxing. Oh, okay, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. Well, as selfishly as the listener, I want to. I want to hear you guys talk. That's what I'm saying. I got to know what the host is up to. So yeah. I would encourage that. Yeah. So, I'm sure you're gonna have lots of interviews. It's true. It's true. But it's not detrimental if you do a midweek what we're doing you're gonna have yeah, so many sure. fucking stories all right we are that's it's all, true yeah and if we're ever fucking lacking dude text me or or tweet me or some <laughs> shit because let us know like we haven't heard from anybody yet aside from that donation we got yeah. but i'm excited to like if people reach out to us i would fucking love that yeah. i'm the same man and that's where that's even saying like the last episode i did with detached objects is the first time i said if you listen to this episode will you please tell me because before i would never ask for feedback mm. and that's where i was seeing i get after a year of it you're like what the fuck? Yeah. Plus, I had a bad habit where I didn't listen to my... I had a string of... I had one that was about that art show, which was basically about dressing in drag. So it was a lot of personal stuff. And there was a couple things I said in there where I was like, how's that going to come off? Then I listened to... So I didn't listen to that one. I had number 24, which I recorded, and the person asked me not to put it out. 25, we had some weird stuff. And then 
26, I was out of my mind. So I was like, I think I sounded like a nut job. So I had a run of episodes where I was just like, dude, I feel like I'm fucking up. The people aren't happy with doing it. So the other day, actually two days ago at my job, I listened to y'all's. And then I was like, all right, I need to fucking listen to mine. And I you listened to the last two episodes, and I was like, dude, it's not that fucking bad. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so, like, if you can stand to listen to yourself, yeah. yeah fuck yeah. Well, and two. I, I think you need to, though. You totally. have to. Because you, when, you, when you don't actually hear how bad it is, you can then trip yourself out into thinking it's all yeah. bullshit. And you're like, oh, what's wrong with everybody? Right. I fucking rule, dude. And then that, that, that same day, <laughs> the same day I listened to it, because I listened to the one with Spoiled, the band. I didn't listen to ours for some reason. But as I'm listening to my band talk, they were making me laugh out loud. So I was like, dude, I'm actually laughing at you guys right now. Like, it's funny. Yeah. And then uh, Detached Objects, I did it with them. And when I got home, somebody hit me up on the Southwest Social Club. They're like, yo, dude, just listen to your podcast. I thought it was good. I'm Hell in this yeah. band, this band. Love to do it. It was like this long-ass message. That's it was the first awesome. time I had somebody. So it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, dude, I fucking needed that, man. Yeah. yeah. So It's like, oh, someone's out there. And even this one, that's why I was so excited about this because usually – all the problems we talked about, do they know how to talk on the mic? So yeah, they know, dude. I didn't have to worry about any of that with y'all. So like, yeah, we the, showed up on time. Yeah, know, well, <laughs> dude, dude holy a little shit. early. But everyone oh, yeah. is late. Everyone is oh, late. Yeah. I mean, okay, everyone. The, the two. Was Ryan late? Ryan was a little bit late. Uh, yeah. All three interviews have been late. Like 15 minutes is cool, but like but an hour or two. It was like two hours like, oh. for one and then the hour with Alex. But, you know, they, they don't, don't know. know. Yeah, and like, it, it seems like it's it's fine. And we get all fucking anxious just but sitting, yeah, that's, sitting that's, there that's with, the holding a mic. Part, yeah. oh, oh, I hate I hate waiting around for people, man, yeah. in general. like Me too. That's why I was like, yeah, that's why I was literally to the minute, like 728. Not that I would have really given a shit. Yeah, but, yeah. that's totally something I would do. Fuck, y'all just said something that's made me think. Um, I just wanted to let you know that your doggy's paws are on my knee, but then the rest of the dog is on Brett, and I love it. it he's a, uh, he is owning y'all right he now. He is. Dude, he's so funny. It's a calculated effort. He, he know, conquers and destroys every person. Do you have your phone? Yeah. I want to take a picture of him. All right, this still looks like it's going okay. So cool. who, uh, who are you going to do next? Let's see, who do I... Well, I guess I guess I can just talk. I, I don't like talking about too many ideas. All right, I'll, I'll talk about. It. Um, so one of the ones I wanted to do was uh, I had. There's these two skaters that just recently moved here from Indiana, mm-hmm. and I want to do more skaters in general. But also, I wanted to talk to them because I'm very much into the the idea of people moving. This is such a transient city that it can someone can move here. Kinda is, yeah. And you can go from 20 to 24 and not do shit. But if that that person could know how to who we should hook up with you could be doing shit in six months here yeah and so that's why the podcast i would want this to be where somebody could come move here not know anybody yeah. and then feel a little bit more connected dude there's oh, such a huge skate awesome. scene too exactly it's so, crazy so here's my idea so i approached because they hit me up they're like hey we heard you want to do a podcast with us and i was like yes but then in my head i was like okay but we have to have a reason to podcast so if y'all come in y'all got to be ready to talk about what you were doing in indiana what made yeah. you want to move the what you've experienced since moving and i was like and also i'd want to put out something tangible so i started kicking the idea around with them was like if you guys have any like b-roll footage let's start putting out southwest social club edits so then we do the podcast and then put out a little skate edit so it 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 correlates oh that'd be cool and so it's almost like we had this reason we did the podcast they made us an edit welcome to the fucking social club now these dudes are here in town oh yeah and i'm just obsessed with the idea of moving because if you haven't moved ever, really, dude, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, we. It, 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 there's a lot of things that can that can 
I don't know, be a challenge you didn't expect. Yeah. You know? So that's where... That was one episode. Um, fuck, I don't know what other hey, ones. Have you talked to, like, any of the big skater dudes here? Not the big skater dudes. Um, <laughs> dude. <laughs> big fat ones? Like, the, the cool ones. The cool guys. Like, actually cool. But, like, they're cool. They're all pretty cool. I would, I, mean? I would talk to... I would talk to... Um, Here's my thing with skaters, is <laughs> I can't really relate to skaters. Right, now, if we're talking, so I could have Max Mayberry. No, 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 because I don't really do action sports anymore. Action sports. I can <laughs> like relate to That's them. Such a funny term. That man. is, but I get action it. Sport. Yeah. To be completely honest, I feel like because skateboarders are going to be one of the hardest to actually break down their wall, their barrier. It has to be the right dude. Um, Interesting. I, I wouldn't want somebody to come in here and play the skater dude. So I've had skaters that <laughs> come in, and all the dudes I've had have been fucking awesome. Um, but it's funny too. They all don't mind speaking their opinions about other skateboarders, and I'm like, that's it's a microphone in front yeah. of you right there. <laughs> no, that's sick. I mean, like, yeah, if you don't like somebody, fuck them. Yeah, but I mean, like, I guess you keep it positive. I mean, like, yeah, it don't don't benefit you don't to come don't, on it, don't but, talk trash. But like, if you have a problem with someone and it's legit, yeah. right, you're allowed to have that. I guess I don't know. Either way, I don't know, dude. You can be so nice to people, and people fuck you, and. Some fuck people are them, just bad dude. people. Well, fuck I them, but yeah, I wouldn't have to go on a podcast and talk about it. Well, how's that going <laughs> to yeah, mean anything? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, if, I feel like if you're doing the podcast just to talk shit, then that's bad. Yeah, But that's if bad. it comes up... But then... if, if somebody asks you, hey, how was your experience here? Like, I, I'll say, it was shit, dude. Like, this guy fucked me in the butt, no lube. Like, we're in Tempe, uh, fucked him right, that guy's a motherfucker. If something happened, we're going off on a tangent. If yeah. you just are opinionated and you're going to start throwing it out there and it's not really necessary. That's my thing, is like, you can say what you want to say, but as the host, if I'm disliking you, then let me help you do a favor. Let's move on to talk about something positive. Yeah, yeah totally. More, more like that, I guess. More yeah. like dwelling on petty shit or, yeah, I don't know. No, I know what you're saying. We, I, I get you. I, yeah, the last guy, the skater I had was, his name was Alex Hoffman. He's the one that took all those photos. And he moved here recently from, uh, fuck, Ohio or something. And he had a video called Depression Session. Whoa. And uh, he's only made 100 copies of it. And I watched it, and it's become my favorite skate video. Really? And I don't know if it's partially because he's my friend, but I've never seen a skate video with the vibe, the way he edited it and shit. So. Is it sad? <laughs> yeah. It sounds pretty sad. Yeah, there's moments of it that are really... He he can pull... um, I've never seen a skate video that almost makes you feel the same way sad instrumental music can. But at the same time, while watching awesome skating. Dude, I want to see it. It's very weird. If he puts it online, I'll give you a link. um, Yeah, please. So, yeah, I'm trying to get more into skateboarding, but... uh, Hey, wait, you... What about those pictures? Did you make those? No, those were from an art show we did called Sugar. Oh, okay. Um... It was up at Cartel. They did like fifty prints. Like, where did you get those printed? I didn't get these printed. He did. Like, he got them printed. Whoa, spooky. That's cool. His thing is just editing. He's a fucking cool editor. Awesome. Sorry, I was curious. No, I know you're a photographer. I don't know where you got them printed, but they did it all. They put it up at Cartel for the last month, and then yeah. last night they took it all down. So I, I got some of the prints it. I like. Oh, okay. Have you seen her site? I think I went, uh, not your site, but I uh, went to your Instagram. Oh, cool. So I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I I'm coded my site. Yeah, I, I like learned HTML and I oh, made really? it from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I saw y'all's site looks pretty good. 
There, yeah. There's some we, nudies we on my it. website, though. Be careful. Some nudies? Yeah. yeah my dick. Oh, oh not me. yeah, yeah. There's, I've seen, I have seen some of those. Like, yeah. 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 I know people are always like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, yeah. I'm like, sorry. It's, it's in my life. It's art. <laughs> so what's what? What do you think is like big picture? I know you said in the interview with Ryan Lay, y'all don't have like a re- like a set time you're going to be gone, but you're going to come back for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then after that, we're st- we're going to go out again. Yeah, like we well, don't no, we don't that. have a home. Like, well, yeah, I got that. But, okay, but, but, but big picture, not saying you have a time limit for when you're going to come back. But what would make you come back, or what, or it's not even on just getting sick of it. Yeah, like we're we're just, not going to torture ourselves if we're not having fun. Yeah. but. I don't anticipate that happening. For no, like, I think it'll be great. I think we'll last at least a year. Yeah. I'm thinking it might last two. Damn. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah, we'll fucking yeah, see. Maybe it'll last six months. I don't and know. And it's like, like, so I'm working remotely as a developer, like a web developer. And Abby can help me out now that she's learned some stuff. So that's how we're making our money. And like, I don't want to do the nine to five thing. Neither do I. And I want to also I'm not interested in the restaurant anymore. yeah and i want to tell shit jokes and i want to play music again at some point or in a metal band again at some point well no it's a it's a fantastic idea and the idea of doing the podcast is great yeah and like we think about like like if we can listen to this you know like five years ten oh, years man. later yeah like having this nuts. documented it's that's so weird. awesome it's another thing where you're talking about how podcasting is going to blow up like if you're a granddad for example dude like you ma- should be sitting oh down God. daily telling your fucking stories you don't even have to put it online but for your grandkids to then Fuck. discover that 20 years from now that's the thing with bill burr he's yeah. doing two podcasts a week an hour each Let's say he has a kid and he dies. Dude. That's seven years of him talking about his jobs, his relationships. Like, well, and shit's it's happening. Because it's so, it, it's real. You if know? I can get to know this dude, imagine if you're li- your son, like. Well, the talking, I think, just really adds something so natural to it. Like, whereas, you know, you read a diary in script mm-hmm. or like a newspaper or like shit like that, where a lot is lost in translate translation but like this so natural we're just having a conversation and we're talking about what's happening and ourselves it's it's also the fact that like okay we talked for an hour just on random things like i couldn't have turned those thoughts into lyrics or to sit and write all that out writing's hard yeah so i'm saying you use if you you're gonna sit there watch tv you're not gonna sit there and write out your memoirs or write a book your memoirs memoirs (laughs) but get a fucking task cam just put the TV Dude. on mute. Sit there with your microphone, just talking to your grandkids for an hour a day. You're, I, we're gonna visit my grandparents when we go back, and you're making me like we should, we should talk to my grandparents. I'm so down. Especially Pop Up, I love Pop Up. There's yeah. lots of ideas for it. Like, like you could, like if I knew my somebody was gonna go on a road trip. Yo, dude, I, I was going to talk to you on the phone for a while, but I decided just to talk on the mics, so I'm basically leaving you an hour-long voicemail because I know you're driving. So then you talk for an hour and then say, call me when you get there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There's cool. weird ways you can use it just to be like, I don't know. I thought about one time my brother went on a road trip with his girlfriend who was kind of a new girlfriend at the time, and like doing a podcast that was nothing but telling stories about him, and then hit him up be like, yo, there's a podcast where I'm just telling stories about you so you can listen to in the car with her. I didn't do it, but... That's funny, though. But ideas like that. It doesn't have to be something massive that you put out there and it gets all these plays. You can... I don't know. Yeah, no. Like, if there's... Honestly, if there's 10 people listening, I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's why I kind of started off was when I when I started, I said, if I can get 50 people that are my friends already to listen to it. So mm-hmm. basically, it's like doing a phone call a week to my friends for an hour as opposed to trying to call them and catch them up with what's going on. 
So I had the same thing. I was like, if I can just get my friends to listen to this, I'll be happy. But – and I think that's where after the year I started to get, get, get frustrated and I had to admit to myself like, okay, I think I'm over that. Like if I'm going to keep doing this, I don't ever expect it to pay the bills or anything like that. Yeah. That's kind of silly. Neither. But I mean it would be cool. But you want progress. You yeah. want progress. Yeah. So – Like we, we want a sponsor. Like yeah. if, if that happens, yeah. oh my – that's like a – fucking like we oh made it. i did something well it would just especially be nice for the road because like yeah brett has the remote job and i'll be working on that too but like we're gonna be fucking busy like right. doing the podcast yeah. and the road trip is gonna be a full-time job and then we'll have to do work on top of it like yeah. it's still like eight hours a day of work yeah it is and it's a lot but so yeah having a sponsor would just be nice for that but just so we could do more shit yeah but who knows i mean that's the thing is like you guys are actually going out on the road so it's expenses. Well, I'm saying you have the opportunity to get sponsors all throughout the U.S. Yeah. Weird yeah. little mom and pop shops. And that's the thing. You're going to find so many people to do an ad for anyway. Maybe you just start doing them. That's a, yeah, I thought you were and saying that. And then hit them up and let them know, like, hey, it was great to meet you last week. Did an ad for you on our podcast. Yeah, no. Like, like I've been, like, it'd be, I, you know, I always wanted to be a sponsored skateboarder, mm-hmm. but I wasn't that good. But, uh, like, if I work something out with, like, their side companies, you know, I fucking love that shit. Yeah, totally. And, like, you just saying, like, that you did it and they didn't ask you to do it. You didn't have agreement or anything. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, a really good that's idea. That's a good idea, but especially just because <laughs> you're legitimately saying, like, yo, I ate pizza at this place yeah, dude, in Texas. Guys, yes. It was yes. the shit. You should go check it out. Yes. And it's it's part of the podcast because you, you mix that into the storytelling anyway. Yeah, yeah. totally. It, it's crazy how, like, it's... Like, I feel like when TV first started, and I, I might be wrong, but when TV first started, like, <laughs> talk show channels? hosts would just read the fucking ads. Right. And then oh. the show would go. And then it turned into the fucking commercials, which right. I can't stand. Oh, my God. And now it's going back, I think. It's What do you mean it's going back? Like, to fucking Bill Burr reading about me oh. undies <laughs> and fucking up. Just an actual, an actual... Because n- it's n- so no- much... Like, I'd, I'll listen to Bill Burr talk about me undies... Me too. For a half hour. Like, way more than I'll watch any commercial like, yeah, on TV. some fucking trying to be funny it's shit. It's so commercial. loud and bright. Well, it's not just ads. It's the whole thing in general, like, with music or comedy. Now that technology is allowed for simple thoughts to, to be spread, you don't... Like, with a commercial, it's all about manipulation and, like, trying to trick someone. Mm-hmm. But with an ad, if it's something you actually stand behind... Yeah, totally. So, like, to sell this phone, we need to, like, have a good-looking girl that sees the guy, thinks he's hot because yeah. he's nerding, so he's smarter. Fucking So she dumb. gives him a look. No. But if the phone works and you can actually do an ad, like, this phone connects me to the internet, it yeah. takes pictures, that's true. And then it's like, well, I kind of want to see that phone, but I don't need to see how you, you sold me because it's going to get me ladies yeah. or fucking my friends are jealous or I placed a Pizza Hut order 30 seconds but faster than that there's guy. there's totally people that... Dude, uh, or well, even subliminally, like subliminal yeah. advertising is so creepy. Do, do, you, do you think about like how many like jingles you know? Yeah, Dude. I, that bums yeah. me out. The Arizona like, ones are the ones that always stick uh, with me, like like the jeweler ones. Oh like, my god. Oh god, dude, the room store one. Oh shit. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Everyone knows Dude, it. I'm taking up spray space in my <laughs> brain. <laughs> Well, I could put something way cooler in there, but I know the fucking room store. Well, you could do flashcards with a hundred different logos, but no. At Shane Cole, I, mean, <laughs> yeah. I hate that fucker's yeah. voice. I also hate jewelry like that I and diamond too. rings. Fucking so fuck diamond, all of it, dude. For your engagement ring. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, I don't. And like it's all my fucking. Choo- it's all my fucking Pandora. Yeah, Are you shitting Spotify. me? Fuck. Yeah. Ugh. 
I, I like <laughs> fuck Pandora. Like, I'm sorry, I don't want to pay for it either because it's not that good in general. Get Spotify. Oh, I should. Yeah. Well, I also found out Spotify has stand-up comedy albums, which I didn't realize Shit. yet. I didn't know that either. Yeah. The comedy stations on Pandora don't fucking have ads. Have you ever noticed that? No, I don't, I don't have Pandora. Uh, some of them do. I never I, notice I've them. Listened. I notice it with music because it's, sometimes it's like every other fucking yeah. song. But no, with stand-up, like, it's really not bad. Like when I worked in that warehouse, I would just play like the Joe Rogan thing and forever. And while, yeah. <laughs> but that, that would get too repetitive because it's like... They don't dig deep with that yeah, shit. Yeah, true, you know, true. You know, but I don't blame them. Like deep tracks? Yeah. Like, I want to... Deep tracks. I don't know. I mean, they have all, like, Stanhope, uh, Zip Zoo recently started selling merch for that dude, Jeff Tate, who's on the Doug Stanhope podcast. Okay. Which I was so happy with Zip Zoo for that, because uh, I know they listen to Stanhope, because they've sent him clothes. So I went up to Zip Zoo's website recently, and it's like, they're now selling Jeff Tate's merchandise. I was like, fuck yeah. But he's, like, not a huge comic. And I went to Spotify, and it's got, like, two of his albums up there. Really? Yeah, so. But it matters more for comedy than uh, music, because if you shuffle comedy, sometimes it can fuck up if you're listening to, like, a flow. A lot of, like, you get what I'm saying. Well, the comedy gets repetitive, because there's maybe, like, one person. Like, one album or two albums per person, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's weird. I feel like that's why everyone loves John Mulaney and also hates him. Because Pandora always plays, like, they sing two bits from him. Uh, yeah. I like John Mulaney. I think his special is pretty Dude, funny. Dude, what's weird is, like, I heard him first, and I liked him, and then I saw him, <laughs> and I didn't like yeah, him. Yeah, the way he looks. Him. I don't know. I mean, like, he makes fun of the way he looks, though. Yeah, but ju- I don't even know. Like, like, I don't really... If I see him, I'm not like, I feel oh, like- fuck you, dude. Like, it's just this weird instinctual, like... <laughs> so when, you, know, when you heard him, you liked him? So it's not even his character that you don't like. But I, I hate that that 1920s accent that he does. Ah, see, Harry! Mm-hmm, yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I don't know why. That's funny. You know? Uh, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I, I can know. see that. But, but he, he had some funny shit. Dude, he does. But I don't know. It, it was weird. But maybe it was because, like... I was stuck in Ohio at the airport watching him at, like, Taco Bell. Uh, that could be it. I don't at dislike Taco a lot Bell. of comedy, but the comedy I really... I don't... For me to love it, the comedy I've liked the most out of anybody is Stanhope. Because, honestly, I Dude, feel like he's... so dark. He's I love and it. so real. Honestly, that's, he's borderline a preacher to me. Because he talks about all the issues I would actually go to a church at this point to hear preached about. Would you go to church? Uh, would I? Yeah. If it was Doug Stanhope as a preacher, yeah. Well, that's not true. I, well, what I think you're saying is just, like, there's shit that you want to talk about, right. and he talks about that right. shit. Right. and Bill Burr, like... Yeah? Dude, pretty much all the comedians I listen to do that. I like, mean, the, those, Some are more ridiculous and entertaining, and yeah. then some hit on points where I'm like, whoa, fuck. Bill Burr and Doug Stanhope, for me, are, like... Like, they like, cut, like they they're so you. negative, it's positive. Exactly, because they're realish. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If that and dude, their stand-up comedy hits me in the same way of like, because growing up I wanted to be a preacher, and most Holy preachers shit. try to want to, because I've well, always... Well, you grew up in that place. And I've always known I want to be on stage. I've always known I'm picking up on shit. I'm gathering information. I need to put it out there. Yeah. So that's why I went into singing for a metal band. That's why uh-huh. I did all that. So leaving Christianity, then you have to let go of that. Um, but the idea of a guy speaking on stage and telling you truth is what a preacher is. Yeah, yeah. Totally. So when I watch stand up, I'm like, this is a dude telling me truth in a form I've always loved a man on a mic speaking. So yeah. that's why I say, I honestly view them as like preachers to me more no, so they than totally are. 
Yeah. For like other podcasts that you know, we were talking about your mom's house. Mm-hmm. Um, so Christina Pitsitsky, the wife, she does one called "That's Deep, Bro," and it's she calls it cocktail hour philosophy. It's fucking good. And I don't think I would call her my preacher, but like I don't know, she's fucking something for me. Like she. The way the things that she talks about, and it's so conversational. Like the first, like probably five episodes, she got me crying. Like just like really talking about shit that I was like, holy! F- I didn't even know I needed to talk about this. That's what I'm saying. And you look at some of these people who, if they weren't religious, had no way to talk about this sort of thing. Podcasting comes up, and all of a sudden, everyone's relating on a spiritual level. And then you almost realize how many people thought I got to be a stand-up comic. I don't know what else to do now. If you have a knack for wanting to connect to people or speak truth, you can actually just get on the mics and do it. I was going to say, because I could you. never fucking do stand-up, but I can do this. Exactly. Yeah. But now your photos will help bring people here, or or it's all just or, like... Yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Even, even if the podcast... What you have to say, how you feel it, how you right. translate it into yourself. It's just on one hand, you're, you think of somebody like Marin that for so many years... Probably felt like he was banging his head against a wall trying to be a preacher, but he had this deep side that wanted to connect to people. Then he finds a podcast and his life changes. So now the younger generation, we may not have to do 15 years of trying without realizing there's without podcasting being available. You know, so now a bunch of young people may come up and everything's way quicker. Yeah, the the outlets that we have are way more accessible. Like I was listening to Joe Rogan interview Jay Leno, and he was talking about. Like, open mics weren't a thing right. like, in the 50s Dude, and 60s. that's crazy. Like, but Jay Leno was saying he would pay $50 to, like, some club owner and be like, hey, man, let me go on stage. Like, if I make people laugh, give me my money back. If I don't, keep it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, that, you have to have some fucking ambition to do that. Well, to put out an album fucking 40 years ago, you had to go to a guy that had the money, oh convince God. him to like your band name, convince him to like the yeah. album pay for it now you can fucking put it out on a fucking iphone on and make an a iPhone. video yeah and put <laughs> it out on youtube ryan so. lee was talking about that with skate videos even too. exactly yeah. he was like yeah. putting out those edits and that's also why we were talking a minute ago like trying to incorporate more I, the second he was saying that i was like yeah dude he's right i was like to going back to having dudes put out skate edits for me yeah and also i'm trying to find the right medium of not using people or get them to like feel like i'm trying to exploit them but trying to give people an outlet if they had that idea rattling around in their brain to be like dude but i'm just like i'm trying to promote you yeah yeah like this is the southwest social club yeah like like it's badass that you're fucking doing this in this neighborhood in Tempe, because it's such a small community. And you're putting community. the time mm-hmm. and effort into doing yeah, it. Yeah, and, like, and people don't realize like, there's a lot going on, dude. Shit. Well, it's me. It's also David Drew, the producer, who's the second half Produce, of the podcast. Uh, um, and also, like the equipment, like that shit costs money. No, I know, I know. No, I'm stoked on it. I, well, I guess what I'm saying too is, I, I, I would never want to go to a skateboarder and be like, "Dude, I want you on the podcast, but you need to give me your footage." I would rather it be like, "Do you have footage that's just sitting on your computer?" Like, yeah, like, dude, let's put that shit yeah. out. Like, yeah. make something out of it. I don't yeah. think anyone. Would feel like you're trying to explain. Nah. Well, it's all about how, how you ask, I guess. I wouldn't ever want to be like, well, dude, can you go out and get some footage for me? Like, they're already skating for companies. And we'll be like, what do you have? You're dude, a pretty approachable guy. Snap it. I'm just ultra critical whenever they bring the edits in. Like, I don't even skate. I'm just like crossed arms, just like shaking my head. Like, dudes, seriously, go back out. <laughs> Guys, we're at an hour six. So, uh, how do we want to end this? Are we um, ending already? And we can keep going if you want, but it, it, you, if you're hosting, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get, I'll get three more beers. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm going to piss, so 
son of a bitch. So am now, I, yeah, I was gonna, like, am I just going to talk? getting beers and you just talk for now. Okay. <laughs> so one time Bill Burr made Brett cry. No! <laughs> really? No, yeah, that's a true story. He uh, had a quote about... <laughs> he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He just uh, Bill Burr had this quote about like God. Brett's screaming up. from the bathroom. I know. He's not picking it up on the mic. Um, yeah, but he's distracting me. Bill Burr has this quote. I'm gonna butcher it because I don't know exactly what the words are. But basically, it's just saying like you'd be much happier sleeping on a futon at 40 than sleeping in a house with a wife you don't love, with a job that you hate, on like a king size bed. Mm-hmm. And it just like I think it really like hit him home and. Which, I mean, of course, if you think about it, like, duh. Which is, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like that speaks to why we want to do this trip. Like, we just both were super uninterested in, you know, having a career. Because we're like, what the fuck is a career? Like, I went to real estate school after I graduated art school, which Mm. is hilarious. And I, I almost did all the classes except for the last one. So I spent, like, 50 hours like learning about this shit and then the last eight i was just like i don't want to do it right i hate it this is not what i want to do at all i know it's gonna make me good money but i'm just not fucking interested i i got to a point where i thought it was gonna be retail because i thought eventually i'd get to do cool things like talk to people interview people through a store and when i realized that wasn't gonna happen what scared me is there was nothing i wanted to do there was absolutely nothing i wanted to do dude i never want to do fucking anything except like play music and like i never had a and career. drink beer I know, yeah but that's what i'm saying it's not i didn't like get out of the job and think like i guess i could get a job doing at a grocery store or a warehouse all of them made me want to kill myself yeah seriously not literally but when you start like this is going to be my life death doesn't seem so that's why i got the job <laughs> cleaning houses because i was like at least i can set my own hours yeah i get paid more than i did at retail do yeah. That's Hell awesome. Yeah. And actually, I work for that company called Homejoy. So they set me up with clients. But July 31st, they actually closed down business. Oh. So I'd been doing it for like over a year. And then they were like, we're out of business, but here's all the clients you've worked for. So Fuck I, yeah, I got dude. to contact them all. And now for the last month and a half, I've been 100% unemployed, just my own clients. Fuck just going yeah. Around. That's not unemployed. No. That's fucking it's entrepreneur. Like, it's like freelance. Yeah, but to <laughs> That's wait. That's what we're fucking doing. I know. I mean, I guess I'm employed, but to go from my past where you've got a boss and a district manager and you can get called in the middle of the night because the alarm's going off, to wake up and think like, you know, I could completely not even show up for that appointment. I wouldn't get paid and the person wouldn't like me. Yeah, they're probably not going to call you again. But I can't lose the job. Uh So even that, the pressure is so much lighter than... Yeah. Well, I feel like it's really good for your mind to just be your own manager. Like, to be your time manager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like... If you can handle it. If you can handle it. You definitely have to be able to. But, like... I hate, like, when I did the 9 to 5, Ugh. I hated having to rush to work to do nothing. Ugh. Yes. Like, if there was nothing to do, why the fuck do I have to... That's why... It's fucking dumb. I love it's cleaning so houses. dumb. Because I show up... <laughs> I show up... I actually really like cleaning my own house, that's, I imagine. That's the thing. I had three months where I had quit. I was depressed. So, I was watching a bunch of conspiracy theory stuff oh god uh, um loose change yes exactly <laughs> so who did it 
Um, so we didn't the go to the moon? corporations did it. <laughs> Not one particular person did it. People that say it's a president or whatever. The same powers that fucking started World yeah, War II. Yeah, like II. George Bush can say, yeah. press the button. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> no, it's the corporations that rule this fucking company and the ones that are still making more money that did it. You know, it's not one, one fucking person. But, <laughs> but um, fuck, where's I going with that? You were depressed and you were yeah. watching a bunch of TV? So, like, getting the job cleaning houses was actually fucking awesome because you know quitting retail it wasn't like i quit like i'm the best employee here guess i'll quit i burned out i stopped giving a good effort and then when you see yourself becoming an employee you're like this sucks dude retail seems like a rough gig too i'd rather quit Mm. but to come out of that investing like eight years into that and then to leave and just be like didn't cut it's like what the fuck is next so Cleaning houses Fuck actually was like a like a sick puppy, you know. And each client like almost nursed me back to health. Oh, I because feel like I would love it. They were kind. They were nice. Did you get high? And I before? am a good worker, huh? You get high before cleaning no. out? Really? really? Oh, that's see, that's my thing. Like, I get high. I put a podcast on and I clean the shit out of my house. It feels amazing. I do that when I'm here, but at the job, I like to have my mind firing because yeah. I have a podcast on, and that's my most productive time of the day because then I'm also thinking about ideas and lyrics. Yeah. And I'm a fucking stoner. Like, I have it. So I almost like to have an excuse to be ADD where I'm actually not thinking about it. Mm. You know? I mean, there's been a couple times I have. But for the most part, I'm so engaged with what I'm doing. So, But my clients have all been really nice. And that's actually what I needed. It was like day after day. It was just like, is this good? And you get a thumbs up. And it was just black and white. Yeah. Good job. Well, especially like having coworkers and some people are having bad days. Exactly. like, oh my God. Exactly. I love the company I work for, but sometimes, like, I'm just like, dude, can we, can you guys fucking chill out? We all work here. We all are trying to make money. Everyone needs to fucking relax. I know. I know. And then when I got to be on my own, it was, yeah, it was great. I love cleaning. So, and I don't really have plans to stop doing it, but. No, that seems awesome. I would totally do that. Yeah. And I'm making better money than I've ever made in my life with each job, so. That's awesome. Do you get, like, tips and shit? Yeah. Cool. Now, I, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck it. I don't know where I was going with that. You're a little sausage. That's sick, though, man. It's a good deal for me. But. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, like, because like, I, I worked at a restaurant forever, and then I felt like, like, oh, I'm supposed to get a fucking career, whatever the fuck that means, you know? And then I started doing programming, and then I got the 9 to 5 in fucking Scottsdale, it's great, fantastic, but it's just not for me, like, the 9 to 5 thing. Like, I'm still doing the programming work, and I like it because it's challenging, it's logic, it's fucking critical thinking, but I don't want to sit in an office if I don't have to. Well, and it's also the the fine line of me and you probably have it in our mind where we think I should be able to work a 9 to 5 and then be in a band and be a stand-up comic. Right. And I did that for a long time. No, I can't. I can't do it. So, going back to Bill Burr. I love it when people will ride into him like, I'm doing school, but I really want to play the guitar. Or I'm doing school, but I want to stand up, do stand-up comedy. He's like so simple how he breaks it down. He's like, then do it. You just do it. And that, Dude, yeah. The phrase I love is he's like, you become undeniable. And that's the phrase that always stuck with me is you just do it and it's not you, – you, it's undeniable. And what I realized when I had that phrase in my head is like no one out in the world has ever denied me to do what I want to do. It's yeah. myself. Yeah. I mean, it's so powerful when, and he doesn't tell everyone like it's going to happen. But if you want to do it, go you to where it's happening, it. eat yeah. ramen for a year, yeah, and get up on stage. And did, um, yeah, did did she tell you about that? The quote that made me all fucking 
emotional? I mean, I cry like one out of every three days on a podcast. I'll, I'll tear <laughs> up. So it's not, I mean, that's the point. That's why they're so powerful. It is the fucking point. Wait, can I read this thing? Yeah, you should. You need to send that to that yeah, girl, Yeah, like, I've been meaning to, like, send him an email, but I feel like such a Wait, fucking Bill? bitch. What? Oh, what are you talking about? I'm talking about for the article. Oh, yeah, times. we do. Fuck. It's in there somewhere. It's like right around. Bart is looking at his phone. Dude, god damn. And it. Abby is rolling. See, there's a like me, like tearing up. Oh yeah. And then, God, motherfucker! All right, give I me. I bet you could Google it. Wait, I probably, dude. And like the whole thing is like, like I hate those fucking quotes, like inspirational quotes. Like I think they're. But it was fucking on point. I agree with you. Fucking shitty. Yeah, for the most part. But this one just, like, hit me because it was, like, right when I was about to try and work remotely. Was that then? Yeah, that was the fucking day. Okay, here it is. All right. So it says, realizing that sleeping on a futon when you're 30 is not the worst thing. You know what's worse? Sleeping in a, in a king bed next to a wife you're not really in love with, but for some reason you married, you got a couple kids, you got a job you hate. You'll be laying there fantasizing about sleeping on a futon. There's no risk when you go after a dream. <laughs> There's a tremendous amount of risk to playing it safe. Oh, shit. That's a great and quote. And that's like, I don't know. That that fucks me up. <laughs> that's a great quote. It's it's very yeah. relatable, especially just, at, I think we kind of both are we're at a point in our lives where we're just like, we got to do something. Yeah. We got to do something. Well, no, because you have it inside. You have a passion. Like, for yeah. a while, for a while, I almost tried to turn it off when I didn't think I was going to be able to sing for another band or oh, I didn't dude. realize that podcasting existed. When you don't have the medium, you almost feel cursed because you have this constant thing that won't let you relax, that won't let you just go to the fucking movies you on Friday night. You need that fucking creative outlet. So, for me, I, for a while, I felt like I was cursed in a way to be a starving artist, but lately I've looked back on it and realized... It's a blessing because I'd rather have the best the times. Those are the fucking best times. And those when you're struggling you to do something badass. You talking about tour with Ladybird? Like, oh my god, they were so dirty, and there was like ten boys in shitty. this tiny van, and we, they were probably stinky, and they were pissing in their van. We were so poor. Like, I ate. Like, we didn't have money to buy food. Josh and, stole and taquitos jo- from the gas station. Yeah, Josh stole taquitos from a gas station, put them in his pocket, <laughs> walked out, <laughs> like didn't even wrap them or anything. <laughs> And I'm like, dude, can I want those tequilas <laughs> <laughs> out of his fucking pocket? <laughs> but it sounded like amazing. AM, PM. It was probably the best thing you oh, ever I ate. I was like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. That reminds me of I that. I don't know. No, no, you're right because you're living in the fucking moment. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a a line to, like, living in the moment and, like, being a fucking dickhead. Yeah. True. As but- opposed to... But also just, like, know. completely committing yourself to doing a thing and putting yeah. in the fucking work. Actively and living your life day to day. Like, for do me, this this yeah. trip, like, I'm a little scared because I've never not had the comforts of a home. Well, me neither. And we'll have it with the trailer for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that'll provide that. But at the same time, you know, we won't have a city. And there's going to be hard times. Yeah. But, like, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to just yeah. always have this thing happening. Yeah, it's because, like, yeah, because you're... I mean, yes. what's the fucking worst that could happen? No, I completely agree we with you. Die. That's that's why. <laughs> that's like why like okay. Aside from like us crashing our truck or something. Yeah. Besides from the tragedy. Uh, yeah, like what we we're kind of hungry. <laughs> yeah. We 
Even if we're hungry, like, we can spend a dollar and go fucking eat something. Yeah. Oh, I'll fucking walk into a grocery store and eat a watermelon. <laughs> and walk out. <laughs> well, no, I have a Costco card. We'll just do a sample day. <laughs> <laughs> On Sundays, it will be good. Well, you're doing it to, to embrace new challenges. You're doing it because it's better to fucking do that than to have a nine-to-five and make yeah. plans for nine months from now. We're going to take a vacation Dude, nine months. We, yeah, fuck that, I, man. We both have had little meltdowns about the trip, just like... Fuck expressing yeah, love, oh, the train yeah it's yeah. so good yeah it's awesome wow. like feeling it vibrate yeah no but we both have had like minor panic attacks about it mm-hmm. what happened to me brett was like we don't have to go and i was just like yeah we do like yeah. what do you mean i'll be so much more depressed yeah. if we don't Dude, go yeah it'd yeah. be so depressing to just call this off oh my god that would fucking suck and it's crazy too because it's like we leave in a, a little little more like, than a week Eight, nine days? Yeah. We leave in nine days. We don't have a trailer yet. <laughs> You're going to figure it out. We, no, yeah, we well, will. Yeah. It's going to happen. It, I mean, what else? It's just, yeah. you know, we're just going. We, someone wants we a Ford Ranger. A <laughs> I know, I've seen that. Yeah. God, trying so hard. Lowered that price, baby. Yeah. It's a good truck. Three thousand. <laughs> it can be weird, too. Give me money. <laughs> like, for me, in that time period I was talking about, we were talking about getting a career. When you reach this moment, like, do I have to get a career? If That's you what they fucking teach you, though. If you like, somewhat are a negative person, and you are into conspiracy theories and stuff, and you do like watching things about climate change, or you see uh, tensions between certain groups uh, escalating, you don't have to sit there. And, I don't have to sit there and wallow in it. But actually, it almost makes more sense to do something for a year, like clean houses for one calendar year, mm-hmm. than to sit there and say, I want to retire when I'm 65. Do you know what I mean? Like, I literally cannot buy into this world for 35 more years. Dude, I don't, like, this, I don't think about, well, like, a the 401k. Way the that's what I'm saying. Or, so, like, th- that's where it's, it almost seems, like, irresponsible dude. to be like, I, I know I should get a career. Like, I think the opposite. I think you need to get your state of consciousness to where it feels happy and you're yeah. fully producing almost at the full potential of yourself. Yeah. Because. I feel like I just need to be really creative. That sounds so fucking gay. Okay. And like take care of my body, you um, know? Yeah, take care of your body. We I listen we listened to this podcast of Joe Rogan where he <clears throat> interviewed this woman who I can't remember her name, but she got a concussion. Fuck. And Jane Yeah, Jane something. God damn it. Oh, McGon- McGonagall? Sydney was talking to me about this. It's about where the lady then Dude. developed like a a program to actually repair yeah. Yeah, her well, video game. They ended up talking in the podcast uh, just comparing uh life to a game, but in a way that's like you got to go through this level and then you keep going and like just constantly challenge yourself because if you're not challenging yourself your brain's gonna go to mush exactly same with your body too same with your body like i feel like some people get to a certain age and they're like they start to like they just just let it go just like sit on the couch yeah it's like i have so many things that i want to do or or you hopefully i die before or in your fulfill all of them in your young 20s you hear older dudes saying, when I was in my 20s, I could eat whatever I wanted, have a flat stomach. So in the back of your mind, you realize there's going to come a day in a year where I am going to change. And then like when I watch Marin's show or even Bill Burr, they talk about their diet. It's important. No, I love hearing Bill Burr talk about his diet. So it's the same. You're not just challenging yourself mentally, but at some point, I cannot eat fucking In-N-Out and then chicken wings and then a pizza. I have to eat a salad and an apple or whatever it is. Just eat some fucking vegetables, You just adjust. You just adjust. (laughs) It'll well, taste you if you do it right. Uh, <laughs> I like when Joe Rogan talks about all the shit he does for oh, his body. Dude, that like, dude is healthy like as that, fuck. I know. Holy like shit. Like the, the cryogenic yeah, shit. God, yeah, that sounds so cool. Have you done a float tank? No. Dude, I did one like a few months ago. Oh, It was cool? So good. 
Like it just it sounds like just tripping. Seriously. Seriously, it's like like Joe Rogan will talk about smoking weed and then doing it, I, I, and he I, says I, it gets I went like visuals. Sober and I came out like as if I was smoking weed. I've like, heard that about yeah, I picked him up and he was like, I'm Dude, fucked like, up. Dude, <laughs> the, the lights were too bright and you were playing like Stevie Nicks. Oh, yeah. I was playing Fleetwood And it was Mac. like so abrasive to me. Oh, sorry. I was like, oh, this is hurts. I've heard the same about gong therapy, that it can actually like trip you out. I'm really weird. My, I've been running at a high pace for like 18 months, so I haven't actually taken a vacation and left the city in like a year and a half. I went to Texas to for my granddad's funeral, but... I don't meditate. I don't do anything. I don't. I don't do anything that's slow. It's weird, and I know eventually I'm going to burn myself out. But I don't think about trips. Well, you, you seem a little high strong. I am. <laughs> I'm super high strong because I have a million fucking ideas yoga. in my head. I do. Oh, do you? Mm-hmm. I fucking love yoga. I have a million ideas in my head, and I'm 30 years old, and I haven't done anything in the last while. So being high strong is what You're makes me productive. Right now, though. Yeah. Yeah. It's like what drives you. Yeah. But I'm kind of in a weird place. People will talk about trips or getting away. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't need to get away. I'm doing what I want to be doing here. And like we were talking about the levels, uh, I got to level up. I can't pause the fucking game and walk away. That's yeah. just where I'm at. And even when I try to relax or do things, I'm faking it. I'll get around people that are all just chilling. And in my head, I'm like, I need to email like three people, set up a podcast. Yeah. I two <laughs> songs I need yeah. to write lyrics for. I need to hit her up about if we're going to do that DJ night. No, that's badass. Yeah. Fucking keep it rolling. I'm, I'm not saying it's a positive thing. <clears throat> I'm just saying whenever I hear about ideas that are like, I've got people to tell me to meditate. I've got people like, the, you should go on a hike. All those ideas I instantly rule out. So maybe I should try them, though. Do you know what I mean? Well, if you want to take a trip and we're on the road... Dude, meet up with, uh, with meet up. us. We're going to have an extra bed. Like, if you want to, like, just... And we'll do a podcast Seriously. or whatever. I, I mean, like, maybe. like, we're trying to encourage all of our Anyone who wants to travel and friends. We'll, we'll house yeah. you. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I have $70 in my bank account right now, and I go make $70 tomorrow morning, like... I, I don't know. I just... That's, or fucking that's get a bad on way stage, dude. On what? Get on stage. For... Stand-up. No, I'm saying I want to do that just to fucking... Not not even to be funny. I want to do it just to you experience. To level not, up. No, you yeah. should... To level up. <laughs> no, you should do it to be funny. Well, but you get what I'm saying. I, I wouldn't have the mindset of, like, I'm going in... I would do it as I'm doing this as an experiment. Dude, but even, like, like me, like, taking it seriously is even... Like, I just want to make somebody laugh. Well, like, I'm not, like... I think like, he like, would get something different out of it than you get. Maybe, yeah. I'm, I I'm, I'm, I, I have a, a fucking thing of jokes written down. I did 30 minutes of stand-up where I recorded it. No shit? By I'm yourself? Just saying, I'm, yeah. Whoa. I'm just saying, like, at this point, I have other things that I'm... I yeah. don't, you, you you're can't. right. You're right. If I went into it with the mindset, like she's saying, where it was like... I don't care about this. I'm just going to do it. It may be to do it once, and then I'm like, all right, I'm going to take it seriously. But well, at this yeah, point, but you have to have that one experience to tell you, I want to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you you just have to see. Yeah, but I also want to do a drag show. I want to do a lip sync for a drag show. Do so I'm that. in the process. Dude, why can't you do all that shit? Because it's hard as fuck. Because you have to go shopping for all these women's clothes. You have to learn how to do your makeup. You <laughs> have to actually you. wear I'll women's do your makeup. Sh- well. Have you been to one? Mm-hmm. Where do you go? I've been to the Bots show. I've been to BS West. I've been to a couple at Crescent. So I work right across the street from BS West. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I've been to Cruise on 7th. Yeah. Just a couple of three times. And god damn it, they're such amazing shows. I know. Dude, they're, oh, I love doing that. I've never been to one. They're so fun. <laughs> they're so much fucking fun. Those dudes are crazy, man. They're, they're punk rock as fuck. And uh, that was actually, well, you were talking about Halloween. So 
a podcast that actually changed my life, and I mean that, was RuPaul did an interview with Mark Marin, And me and RuPaul were both born on November 17th. So when I heard RuPaul talking about how he came up and about how he viewed people in the world and being a loner and being a wakened baker till in his 30s and, like, riding roller coasters alone, and he used to sing for punk bands. And then around the age of 30, he's like, I either got to decide if I'm going to do this or what I'm doing. So then he came up with the, the concept of RuPaul and then really started to host. But I was listening to this interview when I was 29 where he's talking about it at the same age. So as I heard this person talk about being punk rock, I was like, dude. I fucking love this person. So then I decided I would dress and drag for Halloween last year to try it. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. So it was... You I had fun? You, oh, yeah. So when you were telling me you were at the compound last Halloween, I was like, holy shit. It's another like little little landmark. And I've talked about doing drag on the podcast. I've already told this whole story. I did a solo one where I talked in detail about this. But I have a shitload of fucking ideas. At this point, I need to learn how to be productive and get them out because... What did you like about dressing in drag? I like the fact that, uh, <laughs> first off, I've always been a feminine dude. I don't grow a lot of facial hair. I don't grow hair on my upper body. I've, that's why I liked working at Buffalo Exchange is I like females' clothes. Mm-hmm. So I just enjoy the aesthetic of it. Um, now, what I liked about dressing in drag is the same reason I like singing for metal bands. I like owning people. <laughs> you like I, what? I Dude, like owning people. Oh, my God. I like they doing dominate. something that you wouldn't Fuck. do. I like looking you in the eyes and you're nervous. I like being on stage and I want you to watch me. I like how those dudes come down. The same as stand-up comics. Not only are they on, the on stage alone, they're dressed crazy and then they'll fucking lip sync a song. They don't even fucking... so much energy. Now drag is changing, though, because a lot of queens are getting fucking good. They can sing. They're putting out albums. Uh, Bianca Del Rio does stand-up comedy. She was one of the last winners of uh, the RuPaul's Drag Race. And when I went and saw them in uh, Tucson, she hosted the whole show. She's as funny of a stand-up comic as anybody else, except for the fact she's also one of the best female illusionists out there. So Female illusionists? So what you call a drag queen, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, So... What I liked about dressing in drag was I liked the clothes in general, but I also just like the weirdness of it. Yeah. I like being able to, and that's what RuPaul says. Is there's Pretty a lot weird. of what did you wear? Um, did you wear a thong? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, for Halloween, I just went and bought shit at uh, just the local stores. So I bought like a Forever Twenty One dress. I bought like a wig. But then after I tried it, and I started watching a lot of shit online, like researching it. And I got way into it. So then I was like, all right, I'm going to take this somewhat seriously. Yeah, I was like, did you get, like, boots and shit? Yeah, so I had Hell to go to, yeah. I started having to go to Last Chance. And I had, anytime I'd have a job by there, I'd have to <laughs> duck in there because they have a bunch of size 11 and 12s. So I got a few pairs of shoes. And then I would go to this epic thrift because they had a pretty decent, like, women's. So I would just go through there, like, once a week, buy some women's clothes. And I had the whole aesthetic I liked. It's the same style I wear as a male. <laughs> but so, like, I had Is a it, di- like, a girl that you would, like, date? Um... I'll talk to you about that after the podcast. <laughs> um, well, fuck it. Why not? Yeah, it is. And oh, what okay. I realized is, like, I've always been attracted. I have a type of female, and then I realized it's because I fucking love the way they dress. I love their hair. I like dark-haired, El- Elvira-looking girls. I like girls that dress, like, with, um, like, a late 1960s vibe. Cool. So lots of fitted stuff, lots of, like, ankle boots, denim jackets, stuff like that. I think um, it's really interesting hearing men talk about, like, the aesthetic they find pleasing. Like, you've told me a lot about what you think is attractive, Brett, yeah. and women. And, like, I think it's interesting how much you really do look at that. It's not just, like, oh, she looks sexy in that, but it's just, like, her style or whatever Well, in working at Buffalo Exchange, you don't really... You, like, know a lot about girls' clothes, huh? Yeah. 
Hold I, on, I'll show you a picture. Were you a buyer? Yes. Yeah, so you like okay. had to know. Yeah. That's and awesome. I liked That's it. That's interesting. I couldn't help but do it, know what I liked or well, whatever. Well, if you're a buyer, you have to know. Mm-hmm. Let's see. You have to know what's hot, what's good. <laughs> Give me Tits. that mesh. <laughs> oh, this is you? Yeah. Holy shit. Whoa, dude, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Fuck, can you send this to us? Yeah, here. That's sick. And then I was doing photos. Here's the thing. I was dating a girl at the time, so she was able to help me. And then... Uh, was she weird about it? <laughs> no. She, was she fucking it? loved it. Uh-huh. Really? Dude, it, the times are fucking changing, I wouldn't... I'm, I think I've told you before, like, you wore this, like, shirt of mine that was, like, this, like, tiny little button-up shirt, and I thought it looked awesome on you. Oh, Gr- that's awesome. Because I look like a girl? No, it's just interesting seeing that style of clothing on you. Like, because Brett wears generally, like, dark clothing, pants. So it's, like, black pants or denim pants, vans, and a black t-shirt. So seeing you in that was just so different than I see him in anything. So a lot of gay drag queens say that their biggest fans are straight girls. Yeah, dude. I love it. So. That's sick. It makes it a lot easier when you don't have to worry about, like, well, how am I going to be portrayed? Like, I was going to say, was it weird around, like, your male friends? No. No? No, it's all about how you own it. You just tell them you want to do it, and then they're not that weirded out. And to be honest, most dudes are intrigued by it. If you act all weird, whatever. I mean, I was in Walmart or, or Target, and I had a couple pairs of pantyhose, and this older couple came up behind me, and they didn't think I was in line. And the guy kind of cut in front of me, and the wife goes, no, he's in line. And she was trying to joke with me. She's like, he has to buy his pantyhose. <laughs> or someone was like, no, no, they're just tights. They're opaque. I was like, I'm helping some friends with an art project where I got to dress like a girl. And, like, they kind of shocked him a little bit. I mean, I did it so low-key, and I was like, well, what are you guys up to today? And that same way, I owned it. And then by the end, we're like, oh, I like this guy. It's yeah. all about how you put it out yeah. there. Plus, it's 2015. Like, if, I, if, if I'm shopping in the girls' section, do somebody's you. like, somebody's like what, what are you, you buying girls' clothes? Like, yeah, I'm going to do drag. What are they going to say back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so, so yeah. ridiculous how much flack Target got for, like, removing oh, I know. the I know. genders from the kids. Well, of course they did because there's a whole opposition. I yeah. mean, it's crazy how much flack gay marriage got. There's an opposition oh and they're scared. Getting. Me and Brett came from this. We know how scared they are. And we know that they're waiting for the rapture. So as any of these things Dude, happen, so which progresses, funny. like, holy shit, we're going off on a tangent. Who gives a shit? That's what's good. Yeah, yeah I as guess. Hey, swap cast, so, like, it could be, like, okay, this is why I twice said, or three times as long. And this is why I said, should we do two episodes? Because <laughs> I knew this is how it was going to go. No, I mean, whatever. Well, it's only an hour and a half. It's not that bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not even that bad. No. It's not bad. Who gives a shit? I've listened to longer. <laughs> I have. Definitely. <laughs> the longest one I've done was solo i did an hour and 40 minutes see it, that for me would be hard like what the fuck do i talk no to it wouldn't about? no it wouldn't you would start telling stories and start going off on tangents this is what i this is how a solo podcast looks do you all, have to like make notes i make notes and i try to link it to find the the, the common thread through the okay. different things that i was talking about it's like doing fucking stand-up yep. yeah man <laughs> you should see my fucking chicken scratches oh i love his little set list they're so funny dude that's also why i say you guys should do solo because interviewing people is a lot of fucking fun but uh for me it's really therapeutic to get on the mics alone yeah yeah because it's just talking and and for us too like we're gonna be spending a lot of time with each other yeah and i feel like the conversation that happens when this microphone is here and i'm talking into it it changes it it's Mm -hmm. more focused and there's an accountability to it Mm mm-hmm I love it. It's it's a really yeah. cool platform. 
I keep losing my beer. So well, because we got a few up here at this point. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. There we go. All right. Well, y'all, since y'all are hosting, y'all host it. <laughs> when when do we cut it off? I don't know. Okay. Jesse's going to piss. He's Brett, take- see, Brett likes to go on and on. I think you just enjoy it because the last one, Abby was like, I think we should end it. Yeah. Like, oh, no, well, keep what going. About this? Yeah, keep going. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I don't want to like force people to listen to a long ass podcast. Yeah, but I feel like if, if, whatever, if they fucking get to this point and I'm like, oh, this is rambling, fuck them. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> stop I, it. I don't, I don't care. No, I totally get to points like, in podcasts where I stop listening. Yeah, totally. That's and that's fine. Yeah. Like, I don't know. We're just talking about ex- our experiences just and being drunk. Yeah, being fucking <laughs> drunk, dude. Yeah, but Jesse's oh, place is fucking so awesome. Much shit to do. Yeah, we've got a lot of shit to do. We leave really soon. Yeah, we do. It's nuts. And we still don't have a trailer. We don't. But once, seriously, once I sell that goddamn truck, yeah, whatever. Watch me or, end up selling or it for once, once I get paid again. That's true. But I don't know. This is great because like. Like, I've known Jesse for a while. Yeah, I've known who yeah. Jesse was, but we've never, like, we're talked like on, this before. Yeah, we've known you for a while, but, like, now we're having a fucking conversation. Yeah, that's like, not just like, oh, a conversation we never oh. would have had before. Good I'm seeing you, fully man. aware. <laughs> <laughs> fully aware. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, we'll, we'll send some people your way, too. Like, anybody that we know that's going to be in Arizona. Yeah, for sure. I feel like, seriously, though, it's such a good way to promote you if you're trying to, like, make a name for yourself or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Well, I was thinking the same thing. Like, if you guys go through Texas, I have friends that I actually want yeah. to hear on a podcast. Fuck Dude. yeah. We'll, That's we'll, what we want. We'll hook us up. Yeah. We'll link up. But this is what we'll talk about afterwards. Okay, okay. Um, That's fine. No, when, I need you, it. when are you going to switch to the pop-off? Yeah, dude. I, I only hit that. <laughs> it's horrible. I know it's horrible. Dude, it's so bad. I can't. Oh, my God. Ugh. I kind of want it just because it's, like, really bad. Ugh. I don't think that. No, I've drank pop on. That's a lie. We have this oh. vodka that we use at work called Heaven Hill, and it's well at a lot of places, Ooh. but we use it to fucking polish glasses, so it just makes me laugh. <laughs> that hit you hard, huh? I'm feeling it. Dude, that's some shit. Ooh. Maybe we should get a lift home. No, I'm getting in my own head because I don't know what to talk about. That's okay. What? Same it'll shit. happen. We're just, you we'll want just some talk and it'll go. Huh? You want some weed? No, I think I'm ready to... Well, all right, I'll do that and I'm ready. I'm going to wrap this up here in four minutes. Okay, that's fine. Four minutes? I'm not, I'm not going to sit on here for fucking two hours. <laughs> <laughs> what are we at? 130? 137. Oh, fuck it. Careful because that thing fucking rips. Wait, okay, so... Yeah, start hosting. Let's go. So, <laughs> so you're playing in a band. What are you doing in it? I'm the singer. That's it? Yeah, we're called Spoiled. Spoiled. Yeah, and what's it like? Uh, so, a lot. why I'm being weird is because I've told all this on the podcast before, but since this is a swap cast, that's yeah. why I'm, Well, just, yeah, you don't have to go super into it. I just, think it's good, too, because people don't go in order, so yeah. like... I know, I know, I know. It's good to get refreshers. <coughs> oh, my God. The band is... <laughs> It's like a four-piece, so we have a guitar player, drummer, bassist, and oh, I'm yeah. just the front man. Fuck yeah. The songs are like a minute 30 to a minute 40 in length. I like that. It's really quick parts, so it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Okay. It almost makes me think of a throwback to like 90s screamo, but also maybe elements of like 80s hardcore mixed with even elements of like MC5 or – so it's catchy, driving rock and roll. I don't full-on scream. I do more like a yell at the drive-in, yelling, 
Okay. Melodic, more singing. So. I like that. Do you like Seisha? Do I like what? Seisha. I haven't heard a lot of Seisha, yeah. but what I've heard I, I do like. What's cool about this band is that um, – so my first night moving to Tempe, I met Chad Curry right down the street on Farmer. Yeah. He was at a house show. He had a Trap Them shirt on. So we've been friends for six years. He worked for a little while at Buffalo Exchange. Yeah, I know who he is. I jammed with him for a minute uh, with him and Max Nat's blood and Ryan Gittleman. Matt's blood? Yeah, Max Seraphim, but he, his name's Nat's blood now. Or something. Oh, okay. He worked at Buffalo, didn't yep. he? Okay. So the point of it is, is that when I was talking about how I never thought I'd get to sing for a band again, it's because I went five years here, and I, I wanted to sing for a band, but you can't join a band by approaching a bunch of dudes and be like, hey, you guys yeah. need a front man? Oh, yeah. God, right? And they don't know how you're going to act on stage, this or that, so that's why I kind of just wrote it off. I was like... It's weird. Like, I, like that blows my mind that people are just the front person like like how do you like i i i wanted to do that for lady boy lady bird <laughs> when i first joined and they're like we don't have a bass player and then the second guitarist moved away i was like all right well i guess i'm playing bass mm-hmm. but you you like the idea of it though yeah? yeah yeah like it'd be so much fun to just fucking be up there and being an asshole? I don't know. <laughs> it's a shitload of fun, but it's also it's the same as, like, that's what I was talking about earlier. It's like, the more you do it, the more you realize that you're in charge of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, you totally. are. So you may not want to talk, but at the same time, I'm in charge here. So I I but, liked playing shows on, on instruments, but, man, I just fucking like to perform. I yeah. really like to perform. You really are responsible when you're yeah. only the vocalist. Yeah. Like, do you ever listen to, like, 60s music? Like, mm-hmm. The Who? Yeah. Like Roger huh. Daltrey? Mm-hmm. Dude. Performer. Like, completely. Like, he did that shit where you, like, swing the mic around. Yeah. Like, complete performer. And same with Pete Townsend. But like, then, smashing his fucking guitar. Yeah, that's sick. He's, like, fucking started that. Yeah, that's sick. What about, like, that fucking Saturday Night Live episode we watched? Oh, with my the God. Rolling with Stones? Keith Moon? Oh. Oh, with the Rolling uh, Stones, and it was fucking so awkward. Like, well, people just saw Mick Jagger as like a sex object. Yeah, and he was like rubbing and people like that though. Yeah, like that so was weird. like gnarly and erotic then. Like, it just makes you think of it's always sunny when like <laughs> yeah, like Dennis. The, yeah, <laughs> his fucking crotch. Oh thing. my god, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, so the, basically, the way I got in the band was uh, I. Uh, I had started the podcast, so I interviewed, like, Chase Mason from Gate Creeper, the guys from Toad. And I don't know if that sort of was getting my name more out there. Mm-hmm. Like, he's actually doing something. But Dylan and Chad basically asked me to try out, and I couldn't be fucking happier. Because I they the only reason I got the tryout was because I was Chad's friend, and yeah. he had heard Royals. He's like, no, he can do it. He can do Dude, it. Dude, trying out, so I did that for, for fucking Ladybird, trying out. Vocals, too. So silly. But I've done it long enough now to where I was like, you know what? Just do it, you know? Yeah. Just go for it. And it worked out well in the band, so... The last show we had was at Crescent. It was a couple weeks ago. Fuck yeah. And it was probably one of the highlights of, of, of living here in Phoenix for Good, sure. Man. That's awesome. So, yeah, it was okay. great. And then moving forward, you know, it's something to – because we're recording in December with Bob Hogue. I'm super excited about that because I haven't actually recorded ever really in a legit studio so much. So stressful. Much wow. less with a, with a producer, engineer who knows what he's fucking doing. So It's stressful, kind of. I'm going to go in and just try to have as much fun as yeah. I can, but I'm this, I know what you mean. Like, Dude, the way that I feel about it is like, like the next stuff that Lady Bird puts out, like I want to do it because I don't want to have to be like rushed for time and budget 
And I think... Especially if it can just be your two buds coming over. Yeah, and, like, those are, like, two of my best friends. And, like, like I I think just fucking around with it, we can make it happen. I mean, if you can get it to sound the way you want it to sound, why wouldn't you go to someone else? Yeah. If we can make a podcast sound cool, why not? Seriously. But we'll see. Well, that's the other thing, too, is I get a little, not frustrated, but I'll have friends show me this, like... You heard this band from the 60s, and it sounds like it was recorded in a tin can. Yeah. And you'll talk about your band recording. It's like, no, it's got to be here. It's like, but we just listened to all this fucking music yeah. that wasn't recorded. I don't know. Why are we going to be so much pickier to ourselves? And uh, sometimes I like it really raw and shitty. A yeah, lot of people dude. do. The, pe- the people love fucking lo-fi. Yeah. Dude, okay, like, as far as the Ladyboy recordings go. The one in the backyard with the train? Uh, Well, yeah, there's, that's like an intro yeah. to an album. Oh, but I no. We we played this fest, and we just did a live recording, and I think it it sounds it sounds better than our fucking pro recording, right? Because it's so raw, and you can like you relate. You're at it, the show. You, you can feel it hit, and like it's it, like why and we specials are always like live like that in front of an audience because it adds to the experience. Yeah, like like the the shit that we had was too like perfect, and you didn't get a. a a sense for like the whole sound spectrum. That's how it is with Chad Dope Tits, and he's funny because the dude because <laughs> he records, so he has such a good ear. Yeah. But he's been playing me the like a live Fuzz album, and that's part of the reason. Like I'm, we're sitting there jamming it, like this sounds fucking sick. But it's a live album, and it's like I don't yeah. know when you when you listen to something live. You get what I'm saying. No, why t- yeah. beat yourself up about how how you're going to record? Let's, it'd be the same as if if we were like hypercritical on ourselves for having an awkward pause, being like, "But we listen to podcasts that have pauses." Yeah, well, so why, why beat up on yourself now? It's especially it's a different format. Like having it really high res or low res, I think that translates to all art mediums like fucking photography. If it's so, like I like <laughs> shitty point and shoot pictures that look like shit, and mm-hmm. you can see all of. Just like the film grain or the pixels, sometimes that's good, and then sometimes you want it to be fucking crisp and it's, dope. It's all about if the person. It all depends if it's good or not, and that's yeah, all yeah. it comes down to. You have the vision the in your one. head, and if it's good, it's good. It was a good lo-fi; it worked. So <laughs> yeah. there's not a right way or a wrong way. It's you choose the way you want to do it, and if it's actually good, you'll know. You'll yeah, you'll know. Yeah, it's crazy. Cheers to that. Mm. Yes, wacky world. You want to wrap it up? I guess so. How do you usually end these things? Usually, we uh, just kind of hang up. We're just like, bye. Button off. Do you do like intro, outro music? Before, okay, so previously we had like a theme song. So it'd be like a theme song and then cut in just be like, hey, what's up? Glad you made your 12th right. farmer. <laughs> but hey, everybody, <laughs> for listening. Yeah, right. God. But uh, the last five episodes we've had, we did. I've had David, the guy that produced the producer, come in, and we'll sit across and do, like, an intro for it. Mm-hmm. So, because I'm trying, like I said, trying to build a whole other side of the podcast, which one is the interview and one is sort of the in-house. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, we'll do an intro, and then we've been doing the commercials, and then the last episode, we actually did the outro as well, because, you know, we're, the outro yeah. is basically where I just say the links, and you can follow us here, you can do this, cool. that, that. Yeah, do yeah. that. Um. But it's a good question because we can take this conversation. If you guys want, I can send you that, and then y'all can do your own outro or your own intro, whatever you want to do. Dude, just send us the fucking raw file, yeah. and we'll probably just post that. Yeah, All that's right. what we do. Like, right. I like the idea of an intro song, but for me, the only intro song that we would, I would ever want to be on this 
is cookie. fucking cool key. <laughs> just well, doing well, something. David Drew writes all of his own music, so he wrote a theme song. Oh, that's sick. There was like 60 seconds, but we talked after a while, and we were like, let's maybe get it done. So now we come on, we talk, and then he puts a little bit of music in between the intro, and yeah. I don't know what we'll do for this that's one. That's fine. somewhat long, but... Like, like I liked ending... <laughs> ending Alex's with a... That Boris song. Yeah. I like it with the song. You like that? Yeah. That was fun because it was personal, though. Yeah. Well, well and, like, like I, I want to promote the fucking music that I like. Yeah, yeah. The, like, that shit rips. And, well, doing the 2001, I thought was really yeah, hilarious, Yeah, that too. was so silly. Well, we can do, so what we've been doing the last few episodes is we'll just ask the band for an MP3, and David will put a song that is at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, the Spoiled we spoiled interview, we didn't have a song, so David has a full album out, so he put one of his songs, because I asked him. So... We're starting to put music too, but yeah, whatever. it's constantly evolving and changing. We're trying to find yeah. out the best that's way that's fun be, and, and grow into its full potential. God damn. <laughs> yeah. But All right, yeah, we good? This has been fucking fun. I'm, yeah, thanks I'm for glad. Having us. No, thanks, thanks for, for coming beers. over. It was a lot of fun. All right, so let's 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 get into the technical side. How do people hear your podcast? What, where do they see your photos? If they want to hear Ladybird, where do they hear Ladybird? Oh shit, we should put Ladybird on our website. Maybe. Well, and, uh, oh, that's why you wanted the links. I get it. Anyway, we have a website. It's sothpodcast.com. S-O-T-H. And it's taken podcast. from a, a Hank Williams song. Yeah, it's an acronym for something over the hill. Something over the hill from that song Ramblin' Man. By Hank Williams. Yeah. We played it on the first episode, yeah, which is did. not on iTunes, but it is on SoundCloud. Yeah. So you find it there. Yeah. And then you can find everything else from that website. So just peruse around it. Yeah, so that well, I can and, not and overload and you with shit on right the now. iTunes podcast, just search something over the hill. Yeah, but no, yeah, Ower, no V. If yeah. you want to start, obviously, you just listen to this podcast. You basically know these guys already. But I would say go listen to episode three first. It's eleven minutes long. Yeah, it's so just long. them talking, but also you get to hear uh, Bart Dangus's set at Catalina, which we were talking about earlier. Woo! Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you're. W- w- my Instagram is analog goober. Yes. And I'm Lynch Lunch. Yeah. I always see the word anal. Yeah, yeah I, I know. It a- looks a- like anal goober. Anal yeah. OG goober. <laughs> Lynch Lunch. L uh, yeah. uh, Y. Like Lynch, like the racist. But yeah, <laughs> fucking get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from anybody. Yeah. Uh, same for me, man. It's, it's, yeah. easy, it's easy to put a podcast out there and act like you don't care, but we're putting it out there because you want to connect to people. So if you listen to this, let us know. Yeah, let, let, let everybody know. And then subscribe. That way when a new episode comes out, it'll pop up on your uh, cell phone. That's fucking makes shred. it super easy. Let's shred. Shred the guitar. Shred the <laughs> skateboard. Shred the butt. Fucking come watch me tell jokes and heckle <laughs> me, please. Yes. Follow these guys. They're about to be all over the country. Yeah. Thanks. Are y'all good? Yeah, yeah thank, you. thank you. All right, so uh, follow me on Twitter. I got like seven followers yeah. now. It's rising. Somebody follow me today. Ooh, dude, I got 11. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you speak me. <laughs> uh, Robot Baby Eater, I think, followed me today. So it's my Twitter is Jesse SWSC. Like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash SWSC podcast. You can always check out the website, which is southwestsocialclub.com. Thanks to Zip Zoo Apparel out of Cincinnati, Ohio. I appreciate their support. They've been a part of it since episode one. Thanks to David Drew, the producer, for making this shit sound good. Yeah, the producer and putting the music in. I appreciate you, brother. All right, guys, that's it. So we'll see you next time. I love you. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you.